You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazed Bob, and we are joined once again this week by Ryan, aka The Yip Show. How you doing? Hello. I've returned. I think I wasn't here last week. I've returned from my bed it was in just... which I dreamt and slept. <laughs> it was just me last week, and I was like, Meldorod, Kim, save me. <laughs> Listen, I'm with, uh, actually, wait, I guess we weren't streaming yet. I'm with Meldo. It's Friday after a long work week. I <laughs> I crawl to my home and onto my computer. And some well, last week, it's, we didn't make it all the way to the computer. It just wasn't going <laughs> to happen. But also returning to the show after, unfortunately, she's been really busy as of late, but she's been gone for two weeks, but she's back. Mel, a.k.a. Melarina, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I had a very important obligation last weekend that I could not miss. So it was a bachelorette party. It's my best friend. <laughs> it's her second one. I told her she only gets two. I'm not coming to a third. Oh and she's pregnant. So oh she couldn't my. even drink. It was a hot mess. By the way, bachelorette parties at 22 are way more exciting than bachelorette parties at 35. Let's just That's talk fair. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. And for the first time joining the show, we have Cat, aka Apricot, Apricot Cat. She uh, she does a whole ton of WoW streaming, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming. We we like lo- we love to have more female voices on the show. I try to I try to get he doesn't like mine. Is basically <laughs> what he's saying. He's like, there's got to be a competing voice. For the females over here. Well, I try to get so many on, and so many turn me down, you know, and they do it nicely. You probably sound like a creeper. I, you should have dude, me that, reach that out. That could be what it is. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about this, but yeah. Bob's like, I just want to talk to more ladies. Every time <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You guys are horrible. All right. Well, we're going to get into the show. I like to start the show off by... Reminding everybody that we are now st- streaming on twitch.tv slash blazinbob. Come hang out with us, talk and chat. It's a good time. Um, we're going to get into, uh, we had one new rev- review from Canada. We're going to get into what we've been doing lately in WoW Classic and TBC Classic. Then we're going to go over a little bit of raid progress along with a little bit of guild change that's coming for Varg Flocken. Then we're going to do, there's just almost no news, but there's one little thing that's kind of neat, so we're going to do that in the news. And then at the end here, we're going to talk to Kat and get to know her better and talk about uh, the the hardcore scene as she is the e- events coordinator. So let's strap in, and yep, we had a new review. 
We did, and Bob underlined Canada. Exciting. Always exciting to get exotic reviews from all these places across the world. Uh, <laughs> a global community we've built here. Uh, been listening. Oh, wait, actually, the, the title, the go-to WoW Classic Podcast. Been listening to you guys since launch and love the content and personalities of the show. Learned a lot about the game and feel like you guys are my faraway guildies in a way. And I'm sure you've learned a lot of wrong things about the game as well. Uh, format is great and have found myself enjoying the lore with yip section more of this please some ideas would be to do class specific shows with ones you three don't play uh, as those seem to be covered well by your funky selves and in vanilla when we were all warriors including mel somehow that was oh wow <laughs> no we weren't mel, was, mel was a priest <laughs> but well, uh, bob started and I were the doing... podcast with all warriors <laughs> yeah it was three warriors to start the podcast it was pretty funny <laughs> And uh, we didn't know anything else. So uh, where's the Boomkin basics or the Paladin protocols? You know, you have my full permission to use these titles. Bring on some guildies to chat about it. Or if you can't find someone to chat about Prop Pals, I'm your source. Keep putting out the podcast and I'll keep listening. Also, your Kim fully stocked guild bang sounds like the WoW equivalent of Shangri-La. For the... Sorry. Whoa, I forgot how to say it. For the Alliance! Uh, Rastin or Rastan Prop Pal on Bloodsail Buccaneers. Uh, well, thank you for your review. Uh, I'm sure I can come up with some more lore. And, um, you know, if we had any guildies that I trusted to play their class, well, we'd bring them on. Don't worry. But, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've asked guildies, it's oftentimes they're not comfortable with it. You know, coming on a podcast and Putting yourself out there isn't something a lot of people I've found isn't something a lot of people yeah. really want to do. And often, uh, if a guildy comes on, I'll start my own harassment campaigns against them and things like that. Yeah, hundred so percent. Definitely, the guildies never want to come on after that. I, I make <laughs> the, I make I make sure people start mailing hate mail to Kim every time he comes on, but uh, he still comes crawling back to us every time. Uh, but thank <laughs> you for your review. Um, and you I know, I agree that Kim Guildbank is legit have you looked at it recently well we'll get into that in a little bit but uh wow. it's been pretty the horrifyingly bare but uh we'll get into that here oh. in a little i'm sure yep definitely definitely yeah it's well thank you so so much for the the review remember you could put those in at itunes spotify you can give a star rating but you still can't give reviews and then um you could also give reviews at warcraftradio.com slash directory. So thank you for that. And uh, let's get into what we've been doing in WoW lately. Who wants to go first? Should we let our guests go first, or should we go first? I always go first, so I thought I would let the dead I'll air play out. First. <laughs> I'll go first. What have I been doing in WoW? Well, I got a new CEO at work, so not a lot, because I've been very busy. But I did play hardcore one day. That's, well, it's been a, we've played a few days. I think it's been one, but okay. We'll go with a few. Um, and then I raided, and then I got harassed by Bob for not coming to the off-night raid. And I look over at his computer, and there's legit 25 people there. And I'm like, why are you harassing me like you need me? We have a trillion healers. So I'm fine. That's that's all I did. Yeah, we've been, been doing the duo on hardcore. It's been interesting. And, you know, 
I was a little upset about it at first, but the hundred the hundred percent quest experience thing, it just hits that dopamine thing. Like I don't know why it just hits it. You're like, oh, well, we could just skip this horrible quest that we hate that the items never drop for it. <laughs> and you don't feel that anxiety nice to make feeling, sure you get it done. Sure. A nice feeling. Yeah. It's, I, it, it's also not like Bob always Bob then like overdoes it. He's like, Yeah, we could just skip this quest. We didn't get one. We killed three mobs. And I was like, okay, we killed three mobs. Like, let's be realistic about this, Bob. And then, oh, I have to tell this story because we were duoing and we get this quest, and then you have to go down into this like cave beehive thing, and then you have to click on the quest, and then this guy leaves and you complete it, right? Well, Bob like tries to click on the thing right after I do because I'm stealthy fast. It gets, makes him really angry. Um, and he keeps trying to click on it and it won't work. And so he like abandons the quest, but then he can't reaccept the quest because the quest was like from an item that gave him two quests or something. Okay. So basically it's that quest <laughs> in, in fairless where you're supposed to find the little bag in the yeah, yeah, Southeast. The one you're talking about. Yeah. And you get that bag and that completes the first quest, then you right-click the bag, it gives you a new quest. Well, I went, I guess, like, you could only do that, you could only complete that quest from that guy for a certain, like, there's like a timer. But I didn't realize that until we Googled it afterwards, and I'm just like, oh, well, I just got it from this bag, I'll just drop it, and then I can just reopen the bag and no and it's got a lot of follow-up quests too okay so this is the funny part though because then we go back and he's like okay just tell me how much experience you got for that i'm like well i got like 8k for this one and then we went to the next one and i was like yeah i got like 20k and he was like oh my god and then all night the rest of the night he's like how much experience do you have what's your how close are you to leveling and like just so hyper focused on it and then trying to blame me in some roundabout way he's like you know if this was you you would be much worse than me and i'm like how do we know that you did no, you did the double ding though you gotta love the double ding right <laughs> <laughs> so always ding together oh she yeah i mean she she no, would have ripped me, me a new one if i had oh, done it no, first right? <laughs> oh, oh man but yeah it was a good he was time a druid so he dinged before me like every time because he had all these Stupid druid quest gave him all this XP early on. I mean, that's fighting words. Careful. <laughs> I know. I had a druid too, but I mean, she has a, a level druid seventy combo druid. Was not. I do have a level seventy druid. I don't play it. I like my priest. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yep. What have you been doing? Me? Oh, oh yeah, no. Sorry. Either. Uh, Go ahead. E either one though. Well, I'm short. I'll I'll do it quickly. Um, I have been I've been mainly uh, practicing my my druid skills outside of the game. So uh, I haven't in RuneScape. Well, uh, I haven't. I, I've decided not to get a haircut or shave to be more like my bear. I've been growling at people <laughs> at stores to sort of really become attuned with with the spirit of the druid. You know, really so embrace I'm, it in all I'm, aspects. I'm going to ride it out to the end of the expansion. Bob, Can we talk about the fact good. that Yip is afraid of bears? <laughs> I, listen, I don't know if I'm... for Everyone is afraid of bears, first of all. No. I want to put no. that out there. Yeah. Oh, so you come face to face with a bear and you're like, this is fine. I'm not afraid of this of a grizzly bear in front of me. 
Well, it depends. You should check your. Yeah, you you might be. Psychotic. And there's like black and brown bears. Like they're they're different. You do different things when you encounter them. Listen, I like black bears. Don't get me wrong, but I still don't want to see one right in front of me. Yeah, but the black um, bear will run away. You're supposed to like attack. You're supposed to be like ah, and it'll run away. Yeah, but I understand. I know, but that doesn't mean I want to be encountered with a bear. Now you couple with my normal rational fear of bears with the fact that I have recurring bear nightmares. Does that make it a phobia? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. But yes, I'm becoming more in tune with my bear. I haven't had a bear nightmare since I switched. So we don't, <laughs> I'm not afraid of myself. So that's good. Just Actually, to I might give have had Kat, one. Just to give Cat a little background. Yip was a warrior. Started out warrior DPS. Tank. Then he changed tank for the last half of class. He's been a warrior tank. He's been holding that strong, but he switched to bear for this phase. Yeah, I talked a lot about how sick I am at Warrior. Then I dropped it immediately for Druid. And, and <laughs> so I, I, I have to, you know, nag on the Druid a little bit as I as I play. But uh, no, I mean, I haven't really. Yeah, I haven't. I've been raiding. That's mainly what I've been doing. Um, same as Mel. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. All right. Do you guys do Black Temple and Hydra yeah. and everything? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we were um, we we. We we killed Vash and KT like, you know, when wow. it was still hard and all that, you know. <laughs> so we yeah. didn't kill him super quick, but you know, sure. we I thought you did meant this kill him. So I was like, yes, we did Black Temple and Vash. <laughs> Look at us. We're not amazing, but we're not horrible either. Yeah. That's a good explanation. I'll, I'll address that when we talk about raids. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? What have you been doing in WoW? Um, wow, I do, I do. I feel like I live on this game. It feels like, and uh, <laughs> as a full time WoW content creator, as you may call it, um, there's a lot of things to be done. But I've mostly have been playing hardcore. Um, I just recently got my attunements uh, done for Black Temple and Hydro. I had taken a I want to say a three-month break off of um, raiding. I was a GM. Well, to give a little, like, short history of who I was and what I did, um, in Classic, I was a world rank, rank one feral DPS. I was in a super sweaty world world buff, like, parsing guild, speed runs, execution runs, etc. Uh, nice. We killed... It sounds exhausting. Yeah. We <laughs> killed um, We killed KT first, first night that it was out. For example, so we'll clear next. Um, similar to our journey, but yeah, we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were world buffs, but like not like we weren't speed clearing. Yeah, it was a different time. Um, in TBC, <laughs> I decided to be the GM of a guild. I thought um, I could basically wrangle enough of like the hardcore community and enough of people from Bloodsail Buccaneers, actually, which is where the hardcore community was founded to make a 25-man raiding guild, and it went really well for about a month. <laughs> um, it's unfortunately really difficult to recruit any any guild. If you're not a pedigree guild, it's really difficult to keep and re- retain good raiders. Good raiders always want to go up, and um, casuals kind of always want to just stay where they are or whatever. Right? So um, That ended up falling apart, and then that's when I really got back into hardcore really hard. Um, it was around that time that this streamer draft started, which was for the Road to Rag. Um, and it was hardcore was really quiet before that, before like this big event. 
most people who streamed or or played hardcore, you know, were in a guild of like 20 people at the most. So um, as this event kind of came to light and things were happening in it, uh, this need to basically like have more people in management and everything like that, uh, it arose really rapidly because suddenly there was guilds with hundreds, thousands of people in it. They're all, all interested in this cause. And that kind of put me where I am now um, as the event coordinator and community leader for the hardcore community. I do um, a lot of stuff in the game, but I do so much more outside of it that kind of <laughs> gets missed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah so. definitely. Leading is tough. Like, Yip will tell you, Yip, but, you know, I don't know if he's fully in charge of recruiting, but he's basically fully in charge of recruiting for the last half of Classic and... It was always very important to have those Warcraft log numbers good, you know, so that he could have clout to be able to get people to join. You know, it's, it was a rough time for him, and nobody knew how much work he was doing, but it was a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really yeah, I don't know. Difficult things. <laughs> I've been in guild, like I've never, well, I've run a guild actually, and I've been an officer in many guilds, and what that taught me is that I don't want to be in leadership of a guild. Like it, it honestly changes my per my per my personality. Like I become much more responsible, and I don't like that. It's <laughs> I'm just being just being honest, you know. And so I do appreciate leadership, and when they do a good job, I really do appreciate it. And it is a hard job if you've never done it. Don't think it's easy. All right, so for me, I've been playing a ton. Um, I did get into Hardcore Elite on my level 60 uh, Rogue, but I told Duraratosaur I just don't... Like, I need to make sure TBC is all up to snuff, and I owe that to my guild first and foremost and everything, and I'd gotten pretty behind uh, as as I really just lost my mind in the Hardcore challenge trying to get that first level 60 and so you know i've been playing mostly tbc uh and um i've been loving it i've been getting my my rogue worked up he's level 68 now and we're you know oh i guess i can't talk about that talk about it later but so i've been doing that i've been raiding my my lock has got crazy good gear now i'm like only missing the best boots and the Biss weapon, like I got the Biss offhand last night. Everything is Biss, 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 and is still doing Affliction. But recently, uh, one of our guild our guildmates, Harry, anybody who's ever watched me stream hardcore, knows that my chicken's name's Harry, and it's named after him because he's just awesome. And he just came to me and was like, "Hey, I don't it's have." It's not because he's awesome. It's because he's the one that taught us how to do the quest. True, chicken, true. Sugar I mean, he is awesome, but like... <laughs> Dude, Listen, I always just... get the chicken, though. That's a rite of passage for the hardcore character. Heck yeah. God. And I always... Yeah. I never died with the chicken out. I would forget to exactly. have the chicken out. Chicken is bis. Although... I have a chicken he... in my house right now. That's how much I like <laughs> The elf, though, that I feel like was bis. When it was Christmas, oh, we, Christmas. Had our, we had our duo and we had elves. And I bought so many snowballs and then Bob killed us, you know? I can't have an elf anymore. I had died to literally the same exact spot about a week after you guys. No lie. Aww. Oh, yeah. And dude, that barn is scary, man. I pulled one and I had no idea eight came. Like 
It was yeah. four yeah. men and four tigers. Yeah, it's ter- it's terrifying. So you see, like, my my like screen, I was like, what is that noise? And I looked back and I'm like, oh god. Run. <laughs> I saw your guys clip. It was amazing. Uh so yeah, so he just came to me and just was like, Hey, you have a ton of gear. I don't. Um because, okay, for a little background for you, Kat, I agreed to be the Affy throughout the rest of TBC. Um, and so, I'm, you know, my words, my bond, and that's what I'm going to do, right? But he came and he was like, hey, you got all this gear. Why don't you go pump while I get gear? And when I get enough and I feel comfortable, I'll ask you to swap back. And I was like, that sounds amazing. And so, so I get to go Destro next week and... For you know, couple few weeks, I don't know, however long until he wants to go back. Gonna hold aggro on you? I don't know. We're gonna see. The reason I main feral DPS and not tank. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm sure I'm gonna get yelled at a lot more because that was one beautiful thing about Affy. I could just go to ham immediately, and now I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to pull my threat meter back out so I can actually see my threat. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to trash Bob here, but I kind of want to correct the record because I don't want to let Bob get away with this retcon of history here. In reality, Bob's very focused on hardcore says, ah, I'll be the Affy. And then exactly one week later starts being like, do we even need an Affy? Oh, uh, do I have to be Affy? Does anyone need to be Affy? And it's like, oh, the regret setting in. Okay. Um, like immediately regretting his decision. Yip uh, Yip is absolutely right. Like I was like, okay, well I'll be the Affy because like, you know, I'm doing all this hardcore stuff and he definitely is right. I definitely regretted saying it. You know, like it it, it is a it is a bummer, like completely. But you know, like I was going to do it, but then one of our other locks right before the phase was like, hey, dude, so Crix was talking about on his podcast that like most people aren't even running with an Affy because it's actually a, a raid DPS loss. But the thing is, though, is it's not a personal DPS loss for the other warlocks and the mages and stuff. So it it it, it is a little better to just run the four desks the four Destro locks, but we're not a speed running guild and like people want to parse. And so, you know, and we had just got a new DPS. Yeah. And we, and we had just got a new, our pally tank had quit. We got a new pally tank. And so the actual 5% less physical damage, like, especially if I'm putting the dots on every single mob and like a big trash mob, like, that really does kind of help him quite a bit if he's, you know, not geared yet. So it was definitely something that I, I wasn't going to switch. But, yeah, Yip is exactly right. I definitely regretted the choice. And, you know, and Harry saw that. And he was a good dude. And he's just like, you know what? I don't have the gear yet. Like, why don't you go pump? You and do so, also have the gear to pump, though. So. Yeah. You have to pick up all your tier and stuff, like, right <laughs> out the gate. So you're- it's either going to be extremely exciting and cool or extremely embarrassing. <laughs> I believe in you. You've got it. <laughs> but I know yeah. how to make your gear too. By the way, I don't, probably because I don't need a weapon. Well, I do need a weapon. I'm just not going to get a weapon, right? <laughs> but I got my second best weapon, so I'm not too worried about it. But I have, let's see, one, two. Okay, I only have two. 
But still, I have two tier pieces. I have my bis bracers, my bis feet, boots. That's good. Yeah, yeah, those are the trash ones, right? We've gotten a lot of those. Yeah, I think yeah, we all, have. All of our healers have them now. Um, I got them first. And I probably way overpaid for it. Oh, no, no you're good. Yeah, the, we interrupt. That's basically what this podcast is. So go right ahead. <laughs> are you a horde or alliance? Oh, alliance. Exclusively. On what server are you? Well, white man. That actually moves that's us. A good, that's a great transition. Yeah, period. why don't you just oh. hit that first okay, instead of red? <laughs> well, so Bob was saying a minute ago that we were only okay as a raiding guild or something like that. But we're actually the second best alliance guild on white main right now. Um, so we're, we're really going out there. Yeah. So the problem is we are two of two. Basically there is <laughs> almost no other raiding alliance guilds on the server. Uh, we're not doing uh, white main is not extraordinarily healthy and uh, the, the population is plummeting. We have made the decision. Benediction has recruited very, us. <laughs> it's very healthy for the horde. It's very healthy for the horde. We are going to benediction, though. Is we have made the decision. Server? It is PvP, but oh, it is ninety nine point nine nine percent alliance. So it is like super mega. The retail equivalent is like Stormrage PVE. I think it's still like that. I don't yeah. know. For the longest time, Stormrage was like it's all alliance. Uh, so it's basically a PVE server. Um, but it's Blizzard has made it clear that they don't mind having mega servers in Classic. So we are going to join them instead of continually hating on them and making fun of Benediction. We are swallowing our pride and we're leaving White Main. Unfortunately, uh, for people in our guild who arena, it's like impossible to find partners outside the guild. Just like literally impossible to find any quality players. Or uh, GDKPs. Or the, the pug black, yeah. heroics, or et, literally anything yeah. in the Any, game. Anything in the game is uh, is pretty dead right now. But for me, there was there was two major reasons we decided to make this change. The uh, the first one being that people on in our guild were already starting to move, <laughs> not like their mains over, but they were starting to make characters on Benediction or transfer like their alts over to Benediction so that they could play. Um, and that is a problem because like we knew that sooner or later, like now the now your alt is the one you're raiding on white main with and your main is the one you're having fun on benediction with. So that was going to be a problem. Um, the other problem is the attitudes of people left on white main is so horrible. It's just everyone <laughs> is just endlessly talking about how the server is dead. There's no one talking about the game. There's no one trying to do anything. The well, the auction house is dead. That's another problem. But. Um, it's like anyone trying to sell anything is just greeted by the server's dead. Go to benediction. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. And uh, I honestly, my it's for our all all of our mental health. <laughs> well, it, it was time to make the change. Plus, our guild is in it's such an incredibly healthy place right now that uh, we're positive that we're not going to have any like uh, transitional issues if we pull the trigger now. Uh, pretty much everyone we raid with, uh, we like we've been raiding with for a while. Um, they're all people like we all have strong connections in the guild and I just don't see anybody. I, I can't even think of anybody right now. We're probably bringing 30 people plus over uh, right now. I it can't even think of anyone who wouldn't come with us. Yeah, it was uh, something I was asked on stream. Like, are you going to lose anybody? And what my guess was is that most people I'd had at least 20 people tell me they're deaf. They're for sure going. 
And I, you guys had said in the guild, you know, if anybody can't make this happen, let us know. So I'm assuming if anybody couldn't actually afford it, people were yeah, willing yeah. to help. And we'll yeah, and- so we have people who are willing to like pay for a couple of characters. We've got people who like, and honestly, they're just the server is so dead now that I don't see anyone who would. There's an inconvenience with switching, but there's no one who's like, I want to be on white main. I, you know, no one's like, oh, I, I want to stay on this dead server. Um, and, you know, we have this like <laughs> we were laughing because we were talking about how we need to set up our new summoning spot for high jaw because uh, <laughs> you you can't get into high jaw. And then we realize that on Benediction, we'll just be able to use the summoning. Stone. I've got it's it. Like, <laughs> it's like, so crazy. It was last night. And. And and we go. Oh no, we're gonna have to create more summon alts and and get get them up there to summon. And then someone goes, "Well, we'll just use the stone. We won't have to use the hiding spot summon we're area." Like, we're like mind blown. I clipped it because it was so good. Like, I mean, even like, even in a fifty fifty, because you know, at our healthiest on White Main, we we're a fifth like a fifty fifty PvP server. You still can't really use the stone that much. And uh, right. well, I guess there wasn't a stone in Vanilla either. Yeah, I mean, so we had like, matter, but, but you couldn't summon right outside. Yeah, the grade, you couldn't like, summon anywhere. You right. see. Yeah, I mean, next we summoned up top. Right, fifty percent alliance. They were all just running into the instance and all the horde were still camped right outside the instance i don't know what they were doing that's true but... the horde the horde i've always gotten to control the instance entrance while we hit on like the top of aq or the top of nax right. uh or now in the cosmos and high jaw <laughs> like ridiculous <laughs> spot um i love that yeah. when i got summoned to high jaw last night that there was all these picnic tables and like umbrellas and stuff i was like oh well, this looks fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Putting down the Valentine's Day picnic. Yeah, like, I was enjoying it. Yeah. We'll, we'll rest. Also, I heard that I heard that Kim changed the spreadsheet that he put out for raid signups after yeah. I like signed up. Because <laughs> I was like, he posted it at the end of raid, right? When we announced that we were doing that. And I was like, okay, if I don't do this now, I'm literally just going to forget and not going to do it. So I just went and like put in the information I knew. And then apparently he changed from alts transferring to characters transferring. And it said, like, maybe one. And everybody's like, are you not going to come? Are you yeah, quitting? Yeah, you had just oh maybe uh, selected. We were like, is Mel quitting? Well, you were also, it was an off night and you didn't come, which is fine. But we're like, mm-hmm. where's Mel? You hadn't rated for like two weeks as you were traveling. And then you're a, you're a maybe you're a maybe on the spreadsheet. I don't think anyone thought that you were going, but we were like, why is she a maybe? Um, but yeah, so but yeah, there's um, a lot of there's a lot of good, you know, we've complained about it plenty about Blizzard's lack of of taking care of the server populations and everything. So we're not gonna do that. But there's a lot of really cool things we're gonna be able to do now. Like I've logged on Bennett benediction and just watching the looking for group channel just scroll faster it was like asmongold's chat scrolling you know and like definitely gonna have to use that looking for a group bulletin board but it's so cool that there's all this stuff going on there's gonna be pvp pre-mades going on constantly gdkps going on constantly uh you know ms over os runs going it's gonna be Back to what we were, we had, you know, during classic, and I'm excited. And 
You know, like I'll get to PVP. It's not a real PVP server, but I'll get to PVP on, you know, in BGs, which is unfortunately Wrath would have been the best time to have world PVP because you would have had dual spec, but what are you gonna world do? PV- I feel like we've all come to the same conclusion. World PvP is overrated. <laughs> uh, yeah, overrated. If, if you're not PvP specced, like it's something I've talked about. You you guys weren't here last week when I talked about it, but it's a realization I had. We've heard you talk about <clears throat> it. Well, well, but basically, when PvP servers started, people that joined them wanted to PvP more than PvE. So, no, like, you know... At least up until AQ, there was it guilds like the top guilds had people, except for tanks and and like maybe some healers. But you were basically PvP PVE spec. So like your one spec was actually fine to do BGs everything, and it changed to where you know you had to be a PVE spec. And like that's where I think that's why I think it didn't work. You know in you know new classic is because it just people wanted to pvp but if i'm pve spec as a fury warrior and i won't even engage with somebody walking to a dungeon i'll just walk let him hit me and then i'll walk a little bit further after i res if i won't even do that then it's a problem so i think that's why it just never worked I just think, and we heard this as we talked about transferring, like, of course, this has been an ongoing discussion for a while. Um, You have a list of, like, every activity you can do in WoW, and you want to stay on, like, a dead server where you can't pug, you can't do heroics, you can't do normals, you can't level, you can't quest, you can't do daily quests. Like, there's all these horrible negatives, but you won't transfer because you can't world pvp on benediction you can have all these other things you can have a healthy auction house you can have all these benefits but because i can't world pvp well yeah that's like, I'm I, definitely I fine that, like exactly it's the lowest yeah of like what people actually want to do in this game in my mind yeah and, uh, and honestly wrong, but... world pvp is the best in in my opinion is the best in van in vanilla when there's no flying mounts you guys you know that's what I thought it was the best, and I just it. I, I I wish we had had dual spec, just because I think world PvP would have been a lot, a lot less toxic and a lot more fun. But it's you know we've talked about that at ends. One last thing on the server trans transfer, been getting a lot of flack from people because I pushed hard for Grobulus, but there were definitely. I'm going to give you a chance. That's to, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to give the reasons, but everybody's like. Why didn't Yip want to go there? It's an RP. There's all these events. Like he sounds like he would love it. But I'm gonna let you tell, you know, and then maybe I don't have to repeat it over and over again on my stream. Cause I do agree with the decision. I still would have made the other decision and just taken a chance, but I agree with the decision because most people wouldn't be able to move again. So go ahead. Well, the first thing is we're all as a guild about to drop. Uh, tons of gold worth of guild bank moving and tons of real life dollars, probably much over a thousand dollars to Blizzard to move to a server that might be okay (laughs) versus going to the server, you know, is going to be good and and stay there. Uh, If you look at Grabulous's numbers, they actually already look horrible. So Alliance is falling and Horde are rising. Now, the amount of Alliance there is a pretty decent amount. Uh, there's still there's probably still a lot 
of activities there. Um, but I've seen the trend, and it's it's, it's like going a to good continue place for an alt, right? Not really. Yeah, I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a good place for an alt, but whether it's by the you know whether it's by Isle of Kildanis, whether it's by Wrath of the Lich King, Grobulus is going the same route as White Man. If you look at population numbers, they're going to flip, and hor- it's going to become a horde server eventually. We're not going to have thirty people transfer multiple characters to a server that we don't know is going to last us to the end of Classic. Yeah, we already know. Sure yeah, Blizzard has already made the statement. Well, I, they haven't made the statement. Their actions have made the statement that not only are they do they not care if there are mega servers, they will actively implement changes to force mega servers to exist. Right, giving free transfers uh, with no faction uh, with no faction restrictions to Benediction, to Feralina, to White Main. To further ruin these servers, we can't trust Blizzard and go to Grobulus and hope maybe they'll fix something like in a year. But they've already they've already let us down on the server situation. I'm joining the mega server, and I've played on mega servers before. They're pretty fun. You walk around Stormwind and you see tons of people all hanging out doing stuff. It's awesome. I would have loved to go to an RP server where people are are slow walking around, <laughs> being like, "Hail." And well met. It came but, from Bloodstale. Um, I wish yeah. that it would have done better. You know. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, like I have my uh, these are Grobulus is an ideal, right? A fifty-fifty server. People are having a good time in RP, and there's a newspaper. But you know, we when you have real money at stake, our guild banks and everything is just we got to go to where we know we'll be <laughs> stable for the rest of Classic. And again, we're not like a. This is not a guild of. 15 core players where we it doesn't matter who else is there every single one of our players is basically a core player these are people we've played with for a long time where they're friends of people we play with people for a long time we're in a really stable place and we want to make sure that everyone gets what they need from wherever we go and going to the mega servers is the easiest way that's a we good really have too. a good a good group of people and even when we lose somebody we seem to be still like Really solid, we get better. Right? We get better every time we lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we we're, we're refining our guild down to the perfect. And I do take the easy way out because I say I wanted Grub, and I did, and I would have pushed for Grub. But had I been in Yip or Harskar or Stoof or any of the leadership situation, if I'm making the final call, I'm pretty sure I would have chosen the same course Yip did because I don't want it on me. Having people move for for our guild and then get screwed over, like that is a very different choice than me voting for Grobulus. So what to say that to? I'm gonna get this out of the way too. I'm like, I don't want to go on a huge rant, but this past week, Blizzard put out bundled retail server transfers where you can bundle like six characters for like 80 bucks or like three characters for 75 bucks and save money. And they did not apply that sale to the place that actually needs it. So their game that you can not only cross uh, server play, you'll be able to cross faction play soon, right? You'll be able to like literally server transfers cannot matter less on retail. You can boost a character, I think, and just get like leveled and geared in a week. And then for the server that they're like, or the servers that they're actively like harming, <laughs> they're not bundle server transferring for us. And I think that that is like, it's such a tone. Because they know they the put face. us 
No, they know they've put us in a position where (laughs) we have to. But isn't that, doesn't that meeting, isn't that an extraordinary malicious meeting when someone says, well, supply and demand, they have to. (laughs) It's like, okay, dude, like, like they know that the product's worth less on retail, so they're doing a sale. I just think it's a huge slap in the face to classic players. Um, and the sad part is, like, why even do it? We might case? have it you know like I mean? two weeks after we all move. Oh, one hundred percent. Which honestly, I'll be fine with. I just want to say that if they put out a sale for classic a week after I move, I'll personally feel salty, but I I will think that that is a good move. I'll still Definitely. say thank you for doing that. For they're the gonna next hit. People. They're gonna hit their their like goal of how much money to make off of transfers and be like, all right, now we can put in the discounted transfers with all the Varg people transferring over. The problem is that, like, maybe I have a really dumb view uh, of, like, businesses, but it actually isn't that much money in my head. Where someone would be like, oh, I bet they made $30,000 from that move from these couple, like, from these set of people. And it's like, that, mm-hmm. for, for, for being annoying, that is, like, not that much money. Or so let's say it's $100,000. It's like, in the grand scheme of things, like that do a sale. level, yeah, yeah, like uh, the PR from <laughs> not annoying all of us, I feel like would be better, but yeah, that's just well, me. Well, I, I do feel, feel like they're gonna lose people, right? There's gonna be people that just quit instead of transfer. Oh, that's yeah, worse for, for sure. the game. I mean, than... we know tons of people who have just quit. Um, yeah, the game, <laughs> like, but it's just so. Uh, yeah, you know, it's fine, but I think that the retail <laughs> sale is a huge slap in the face and. It just makes me sad. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, but either way, though, I am excited about this move going for forward, and it is definitely a positive move, and I think it's going to be really neat. Um, you know, like I was thinking on my rogue that I would just get him to level seventy and wouldn't do anything with him, and now I'm going to be able to do GDKPs. I'm going to be able to do, you know, BGs. I'm going to be able to do all kinds of stuff. I just didn't have ac- access to. For a long time, and so it's 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 a pretty neat move, and I'm excited. And yeah, we're gonna move. So forward. wait, when are we making this move? Because Yip and Harskar made it very clear that people should not transfer right it's away after <laughs> after next raid week. So as soon as we're okay. done raiding next week, you are allowed to transfer, but do not transfer <laughs> until we're done raiding. Be like, week. I'm here in Benediction, ready for raid. Where are you guys at? Yeah, yeah that's what we were on? afraid of. <laughs> people just like pulling the trigger and piecing, but uh, yeah. Hey, maybe if we're lucky, so, there'll be a sale by next week. Yeah, right. So, maybe. Apricot, what server are you on, or were you on in Able TBC at the moment? Which is like the PVE mega server, I think, for Alliance. Okay. Is it? Um, are you Border Alliance? I'm Alliance. Um, okay. Woohoo! It's active population is about 10k so i think it's like pretty similar to what you guys are working with uh with benny see i just assumed you were alliance because you said you love druid and the horrid (laughs) druid cat is just horrible so i assumed you had to be alliance i don't know i don't know if i agree with that but (laughs) i agree with it i actually chose alliance (laughs) as a vanity move i'm a horde main from tbc forward of like the normal uh timeline of wow but when i was presented with the idea of playing hoarder alliance and classic wow because i didn't think it was going to actually stick around i thought it was kind of a meme when it came out um i was like why wouldn't i want to be purple and adorable (laughs) instead of right okay but 
when you see your glowing eyes when you're stealth through the back of your head, it's a I little love it. disturbing. I love it. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing about classic Night Elf Druid I don't adore. It's like literally my ammo at, at this point. I, so I mean, I like it, but I I, I like the spooky horde ones too. I like Torin. No. I'm a, the thing is, I'm okay with Torin. I hate I like Horde. I'm okay with Torin. So that's I'd why I hate Horde. I'm okay with Torin. Yeah, yeah listen, the, the Torin are like you know they're good guys. <laughs> yeah, I did not go Horde until Blood Elf came out in like the original timeline because I was not about to pick any of those characters. And that was an argument I make on stream constantly. I say I'm not racist, but delete the Blood Elves. I really believe that Horde wouldn't be the main population on retail as it is if it weren't for Blood Elves. That I yeah, think you can't give them a yeah, cute class. So. Like I, I think it would still be really close 50-50 because nobody wants to be like a like an ugly character, especially <laughs> not to sound sexist, but women. Like yeah, we have to agreed. Stare at that character for 300, 500 hours, whatever. Like I better be I want to stare at an orc. Like, hey, come on. I don't think it's I don't I mean, I want to be a pretty character too. I always pick human male because I think that looks the coolest. Sorry. <laughs> like, it is a fantasy think, game, you realize, though. You everybody says you that, but you I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, but I want to pretend it's me. <laughs> I'm I'm so secure that I'm a being a human male warrior is just the most secure thing you can be. Like, I don't need to be a crazy magic That's wielding fair. orc. I'm just <laughs> I'm okay I'm with just this guy with a sword. Human. Yeah. Yeah, and so then once you can start using two two-handed swords, that's when they make warriors into magical classes. They start <laughs> start throwing those swords around like crazy, heroic leaping. Now it's come on, I want to walk slow at human pace. I want <laughs> I want to be slowed down by my heavy plate armor. I need some realism in my human warrior. <laughs> All right, well, yep. So that's happened. Um, did Did you want to go over anything in raid? It was pretty dang good. Yeah. We had a sick raid. We finally, after all this time, although Bob being the only person who disagrees with this for some reason uh, in the entire guild, we finally have a boomkin again. We dropped down to five healers. We made uh, our second druid. We, we usually have two druid healers because uh, both on, Jasmine hold, and hold. Carpet are incredible. I got to stop you there. I just said it's an overall raid DPS loss, but I will say I changed my mind immediately when Spellcheck pointed out to me, it was like, well, we have too many healers. Would you rather not raid with Le Carpetron? Because that's a DPS yeah. loss. I was like, okay, fair. Yeah, I yes, wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not going to. Going, not gonna going go from <laughs> six healers to five healers with a Boomkin is, in fact, a raid DPS increase. And uh, yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it was only like leave Le Carpetron out I, or bring, you know, exactly. So I was like, yeah, okay, I, um, gotcha. And uh, as a feral druid, and the feral philosophy, for some reason, is do not be hit cap. I am finally hit cap now that we've got our sweet, our sweet bird boy in the guild. Uh, and he did incredibly. He kept fairy fire up the whole time. I was so worried. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to yell at him all the time. Be like, hey, make sure you keep that fairy fire. Nope. Doing a perfect job. Excellent. We got our 3% hit. The warlocks got some kind of benefit, too. Who cares about casters, though? Uh, only only us melee 3% hitters matter. And uh and yeah, uh, uh, going down to five healers, I was worried. So the main plan was for Tuesday nights where we do high jaw on the easy Black Temple bosses uh, to have five healers then. I think five healers on Council and Illidan 
seemed like a crazy person thing to do uh, for us. It just didn't make any sense when we we're already struggling on those bosses. Like we're going to wipe on those bosses with six healers, like going down to five seems a little bit crazy. Um, but because of like uh, just the way the week was going to work out with absences, we ended up having to do uh, we ended up having to do Black Temple on Tuesday. And I already we already had the boomkin ready to roll out. So I, I was like, well, oh. let's just send it as far as we could. <laughs> also, I yeah. do need to, need to clarify the the raids that do this that do get a raid DPS gain like they have a uh, uh, resto kin so like they still have that buff so so um, yeah so like they they just don't have they, the boot kid buff for the casters but they have the they don't they don't all use resto kin you can just not use it it's no not no like yeah but like uh, I, I was just saying yeah um but yeah um. So we we sent it with five healers as far as we could, and uh, Mother wasn't too bad. It was like a little bit spooky at times, uh, but it wasn't bad. And the DPS is just incredible with the additional boomkin. And then Council was where I was like, "There's just zero chance that we're going to be able to do it." And we one shot Council with five healers, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, even with like early deaths too, um, we, we the, still got through it. The casters did a different strategy. Um, well, I. Like you, you know from the pod, I was doing it like from the start, but we basically just flopped between the paladin and the uh, mage. But like all yeah. casters were doing it this time. FJ organized it, and so, uh, so basically we were just switching when the, you know, the yeah. debuff was up, and it it worked out really good. Yeah, I would also attribute it to the range learning how to move out of AOE as <laughs> as a. No offense, but as a melee, and things are a little bit hectic in melee. When I see a range, you can't move out of a blizzard. I, my eyes are are rolling out of my head. So. I, I mean, I can't argue. <laughs> I can't argue with that. There, and like, I feel kind of bad because I was affy, so like, I could do a lot. It's the cast yeah, while I move. Moves, yeah, you know, like like moves I don't normally use when stationary. Like, you know, like l uh, life suction or whatever it is. You know, the dot. Life Siphon life. Oh, that's permanent. Oh my, it's it's kind of oh cool God. how like that could have been oh, like multiple warlock spells. Life. Siphon. Yes, right. Yeah, but to like you know defend the Destros, like you know if they move, it's a huge DPS loss. You know, so yeah, this maybe is they're him just preparing healers, preparing us yeah. for next week when he's Destro. This is all Bob's doing right now. Yeah, it's like please still tank. heal me. Tell the tank that the Destro Warlocks can't move or they'll lose a Shadow Bolt and they uh -huh. just die instead. No, uh, tell the healer. Tell the healer no. that you freaking can't move because you need a Shadow Bolt. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'm like, whoa, what's happening to this Warlock? And what frustrates me is I wish there was a setting on my raid frames that I could show when they're life tapping and when they're taking damage. Because I feel like sometimes the Warlocks like during those things where they're not in the blizzard, they start life tapping so that I'll heal them too. Cause they think that, and I feel like, I mean, yeah, a good warlock's going to like, like weave life taps in or life tap, like as they're having to move, but some warlocks are just be like, no mana tap to full, frames. no mana Listen, tap to full. <laughs> I am a healer and I stare at the raid frames. That's basically my entire job. Right. And yeah, I can I tell you, too. There is no warlock that is weaving in life tap because I see them go do 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 their mana 
And then it's like, well, that is not true because you can why. watch my VODs that I weave it I'm, in. Bob, I'm going to explain why. I know what the warlocks are doing. They're telling each other that they should tap during high raid damage, like you said, Mel, so that they yeah. blend in with everybody else. You're right. They do it when blizzards are coming out so they can pretend they're part of the blizzard. Like, oh, oops. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know where they're standing when I'm looking at their raid frame, right? <laughs> But um, I'm gonna invent that. That needs to be an add-on. Everyone did good, though. We yeah, don't have to complain really, about the warlocks. Really Everybody did good. Uh, we killed it. Then uh, Illidan gave us some trouble for some reason. Um, the first time, um, I think we just wiped to our our paladin eating a melee from the demon form. That doesn't sound right, but that's what I think happened. That can't be right though, because we had five healers. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I was wrong. That was last week. He died to uh, the final phase of Illidan. He just got destroyed for some reason. Ilden hit him in two GCDs. Ilden hit him for like 25k. Uh, not None crushing, no shear. And it was very bizarre uh, how much damage he took right there. Um, so then we did it again. And then we had our other druid die on an infernal um, during that phase, which is uh, fine. I think it was just a lot of raid damage going out because of where people were standing. And then I think we got him down after that, and uh, it really wasn't too bad at all. I think next time we'll probably be one-shotting him, even with five healers. It, it was really, really clean. Yeah, um, it was. Unfortunately, we had a tank that couldn't show up Thursday, so we didn't get to do our solo, duo, triple farm of the BT trash, which we did all last week, which was really cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, it'll wait till next week. But yeah, it is a good trash farm. <laughs> but it was crazy because we we. We literally one shot every boss all the way to Illidan. Like one shot yeah. the entire way. It was a it was really good. Yeah, no, it was like a it was a it was really fast. Like um it it was like our best run yet of like any raid for our server. Um so that was like really not I'm not saying like no one on our server did better. I mean, we've never done better compared to our server than this last week. So like I said, we're at our healthiest. It's transfer time. We'll be leaving next week and we'll join the masses of benediction and uh, join our all of our old friends. It'll be nice because we are holdouts. We'll see all of our old friends. A lot of us have been playing classic for uh, since the beginning. All of our white main buddies who are all on benediction now are there waiting for us. So we'll we'll go there and even if you make a level one and walk around, like so many Alliance white main guilds yep. are there, players, Tons. you can just, like, you can walk around and literally it feels like a fourth of the people you see are from white main. And it's like, hey, I know you, I know you. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. And I think it'll end up being a really, really good change for us. Yep. But that's big, what I'm Very easy. Very yeah. easy. Bring them on. Big uh, shout out to Look Arpatron, too, because. This guy's TBC journey has been amazing. He started out as one of our tanks in our Kara runs, went to Resto, now Boom McKin, and has played each role top notch. So, like, it's, yep. it's, such, Big, it's such a good person to have on our team. Huge fan of Raiders who just do whatever we tell them to. <laughs> Cannot <laughs> complain. All right. Well, let's move into. <laughs> Time for the news. 
So the news is real short this week. Did anybody get a chance to listen to this interview? It's uh, It was an interview with Brian Birmingham the last time he did one with Wowhead. I complained and said, come on, give me video. I don't need this, you know, this written out interview. Written and they listened and they did an interview with him during the, Ar- the arena tournament. And um, he talked about quite a few things. Um Lots of arena talk, but like he talked about a lot. So, do you guys have a chance to check that out? I did watch some of it. It was okay. I don't know. I'm not it was okay. Sure. It was all right. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know if there's any. I did not watch any of it. Okay. Well, if anybody has anything they want to bring up about it, um, I'll like, like, I mean, most of it was about our arena because it was the arena, you know like tournament but the one that i thought was interesting was they kind of at the end talked about the arena teams and possibly thoughts on them taking arena teams out and going to the personal rating that that retail uses right now so to explain for anybody in tbc you have to have a team people have to be on your team they lose rating when they leave they have to work it back up when they come in, but you do have an MMR, but it's like a little janky to leave and join teams. This would be something where you all would all have your own rating. It would give you something in, you know, some sort of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you, some sort of average of your MMRs, and then you it would just queue you. So what did you think of that? Um, I think it makes sense. Like we have some weird, zombie system right now just like an abomination sewn together because we what they wanted to avoid was like the real janky just arena team rating that had they had in tbc where you had no personal rating whatsoever and you would just like join a team (laughs) uh and it was sick uh that was awesome uh so they add so you do have like your mmr right so you do have your personal mmr that they added uh for like the changes in tbc but i mean i feel like the system's fine. It's not. I don't think it's that great. So if you switch to personal uh, MMR entirely, I, I just don't think it matters that much. I think you may as well just full send into the full better system because I do think it is probably a better PvP system altogether. Uh, I think that they shouldn't make any changes this expansion though to anything because we're in season three right now, and there's four arena seasons. <laughs> you, so you wouldn't want it for four though. I do not want it for four. Okay. Wait, what did you say, Abercat? I think people would riot at this point. Um, there's too many people who offer carries and and whatnot. Um, they there's just too. There's real money. I think is something that people don't really realize too. That's kind of happening on the underground. If they were to just be like, "We're doing this," it would probably be good for like real WoW players. But the the people who are actually playing the games and stuff would freak the fuck out. Pardon my mouth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like I, I, I agree. I do. I do think it's a better system. And again, I think. I mean, I think any drastic changes. I. I did like the item changes because I think that uh, that was. I don't know. The uh, bringing in some of those crazy items into arena was a little bit absurd. Um, so I was fine with those changes for the most part. But I think any like massive changes should just always wait, especially if they're doing seasons for other expansions, which I guess we don't know that they're doing. But if they want to do TBC again and redo it with a new arena system, that's fine. But we're in we're in the middle of season three right now. Like what? Like it's just so bizarre to make changes so late in the game. Like these are what they should have been thinking about during vanilla to fix for TVC. Like you you know don't 
they shouldn't really be retroactively changing this stuff too crazily uh, just because they like regret how they launched it. I think, you know, I think that's true, but it, it has been interesting because basically there's just so many things we're learning throughout this classic journey that we'd kind of forgotten or maybe not thought about before. And, you know, they're trying to do their best. Like they are changing stuff pretty fast, but like they're trying to do their best to like really, really figure out what everybody wants. And I do, I do respect that. Yeah. Yep. So he just talked about, you know, them taking out the, the belt, you know, the engineering belt, which was a huge, good change. He talked about, uh, matchmaking window now i will say this has been a little rough for me like especially just today so i've been doing a lot more pvp again and man we we were getting like i'm doing it you know because i left and did hardcore and as i was gone and neglected all of my teammates and friends they all found new teams and new people to play with so now i'm playing with my friends alts <laughs> so like we were getting matched up against like eighteen hundred teams, and it was just like whoa, and we were sitting at like eleven hundred, twelve, twelve hundred, and so that was a little weird. But the good thing is, is we weren't losing anything, but the teams that were beating us weren't gaining anything either. So I don't know how good that specific change really was, like the change where you could be grouped up with teams that are way higher or way lower than you. Well, you do queue. In the least prime time time possible. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I kind of uh, agree, especially with a game like WoW, where uh, I don't know. I, when do they implement the change where after you come out of queue, you're back where you were and not back in the city? I feel like that kind of fixes everything because I don't if know. Long, if there's a long queue, you just go out to the world and you quest and you mine and you do whatever, and then you go into the arena. You come out of the arena and you quest and you whatever, and then yeah. um, the way it is now, like you're you have to be around the grand or you have to be around uh, Shat, and even if it is a long queue, like a ten minute queue, uh, you know you fly away, you know you fly to another storm, it takes three minutes, and you know like you're, you're just wasting yeah. so much time. So, yeah, a change like that would make it a little bit better, and I think allow people to have a slightly longer queues, but. Um, having to stick around the queue place when you have 12 minute queues. I think they did want to lower that by letting you play 1800 people and get your butts whooped. Yeah, or I mean, maybe it was definitely a alert. Well, I mean, we did beat some teams that were quite a bit higher than us. We we were cheesing it with double healer and Ooh. me as warrior. And that's pretty freaking fun for me. Cause that's just CC city with a druid and a priest. And then I'm just over here, just slamming on people. But, um, yeah. Did uh did anybody watch the tournament? I watched a little bit of it actually. What you talking think? about this most recent one? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I just kind of had it up on lurk a lot. I was watching. Uh, I just like to see, you know, what class representation there is, and um, obviously being a druid, you know, like druid is a great PvP class. They have a lot of answers for so many things. Um, it's so hard, help. though. It <laughs> is, but if you've played the class for a really long time, uh, okay, maybe kind of know all your tools and tricks and stuff, right? So, oh yeah, they're super um, powerful. Well, I really that's... like 
watching the double DPS teams though in in um, the arenas and just how like when I do double DPS. I almost always instantly die <laughs> because <laughs> if they have a healer, like there's just, you don't have anything, right? Like you just melt. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Well, that's actually one thing I wanted to bring up because when everybody was theory crafting TBC arena and talking about it, everybody, and I mean, everybody, even me, like guessed it too. Like I didn't really know, but I guessed it. Everybody thought, shamans had no place anywhere but fives and it was so cool to see so many turbo teams and these enhanced shammies just wrecking things and it was yeah, like that was neat to them see you know maybe it, you know I, 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 I don't know that part I, I love that we're seeing things that we didn't know were going to happen and that was something that I just wasn't expecting for threes at this point in the game and I thought it was really cool yeah yeah, there's 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 some cool comps that are floating around and people can do a lot. I think people get really down on like comps, but we do it in our guild all the time and you, you can have a lot of success with some really weird comps. I, I think people need to be more open to just getting in there and doing arena. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you do see you do run into a lot of the same old meta comps, though, <laughs> when you the yeah. more you <laughs> even if there's cool ones in the tournament, uh, the actual population. Yeah, I think what it boils down to is some. Some comps are just easy are just easier to play because of the different tools, but you know you get into that top end and like you could really see what these different you know these different classes could really do. And I thought like that was neat just to see so many shabbies because the f I I watched it the first day that sh that shabby team comes out and I'm like, oh I don't know. And then all of a sudden they're like. They come back like there was a lot of like of of like reverse sweeps. It was it was pretty exciting, and I thought they did a really good job with it. Like it was, it it was a really good production. If they keep this stuff going, like I'm excited for the future of it. And they gave an actual good prize pool, so like this this was a win in in my opinion. Yeah, it was a lot better than it has been, right? Oh the yeah. Prize pool. Oh yeah, way way better. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't. I like arena. I, I mean, I I'm not gonna say that I I take PVC arena as like any kind of real esport, e <laughs> but uh, it is cool and fun. But uh, I but you know I I still feel that other way about it. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it alone stands on its merits as a game when there are like alternatives out there. But it is good. See, see, a lot of people talk about. And even the casters were talking about doing it. They're like, well, this is TBC. You know, there's RNG involved. And I kept thinking to myself, well, is it, I mean, is it that Dungeons and Dragons at the core? Like, RNG, you roll the dice, you know? Like, I like that RNG. Is, that is why Dungeons and Dragons is not a competitive esport. <laughs> and instead is something fun you do with your friends. <laughs> All right, well, I, I, I thought it was really cool and I enjoyed it. So I it hope you get more. I'm not down on it, and I would like them to do more. Uh, but yeah, yep, yeah. They talked about he did hint at a another tournament coming around the Zolabon time, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. But uh, if if anybody else wants to talk about anything else, if not, I'll move us on. Everybody good? Okay, let's move into. Oh. 
Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, this week's discussion, we're going to get to know Cat. So uh, anytime we have someone on this show, we like to get to know them because so many content creators, you know what they do, you know what they, you know what they talk about, but we want to know you. So first off, like we want to know your WoW background. Like when did you start playing WoW in the beginning? Okay, so I played classic um, for a very short time. I wait, 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 classic or vanilla? Sorry, vanilla. Gotcha. Yes, yes, okay. We Sorry. do that all the time. It's a common mistake I know, everybody does. In my does. head, it's just classic. Now. <laughs> yep. Um, so I played vanilla, and I was an orc hunter, and I didn't know that I could change my class or my race. And I got to Ogremar at like level seven or eight, maybe. And I, I had never played. I played EQ for like five minutes. I had never played an MMO. Like this was all uh. brand new to me. Someone sat me down on a computer and said, "Make a character." Um, and I, and I whispered this hunter and I said, Hey, like your pet is really cool. Where do I get that? And, um, the person was like, I'm, I'm not a hunter. I don't know what you're talking about. And then their pet ran away and it was a druid in travel form. And I, I thought the cheetah was was their pet. And I was like, (laughs) I can be that. And then I never stopped being a druid. So I made a druid. Um, I made an alliance druid. And I got into Molten Core, and I was responsible for staying out of combat and battle resing people and innervating people and teabagging people when they died. Wow, so, that mm-hmm. would literally Mel's. That was me. Yeah, that's Mel's vanilla journey. Yeah, I was a druid, and I was like, "This is going to be so great." Yeah, and I was an innervate bot for the priests. I didn't even know like what was going on. I literally like managed to. Great by to 60, like barely, and um, I, like corpse run my entire way. I ended up in Eastern Plaguelands at 30 something by accident, like no idea where <laughs> I was, no concept of, of what uh, that was. Um, and it was, it was very shortly after my first Molten Core experience that TBC came out, and TBC was my first experience really socializing in an MMO. Um, I became a GM of a guild called. Devious behavior. It was like a small social guild with me and my like ex-boyfriend and like all of our friends in real life and then a bunch of like, you know, misfit. Was he your ex-boyfriend at the time? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yes. Oh, Oh, Um, really? He was your ex-boyfriend at the time? Sorry. Well, sorry. Anyway, there was a reason. (laughs) Ah, Sorry, sorry. Moving on. Um. And that's when um, I was the main tank for Kara and I started raid leading. And um, as it goes with small social guilds, eventually people want to go up and some people never want to progress. And it was kind of funny. The same thing happened in this TBC that happened in that TBC is that the guild broke up because there just wasn't enough to keep it going. Um, And then I never stopped. I I leveled my druid through wrath. I was a a very competitive raider then. I did every expansion. I did cutting edge mythic wise on retail for many expansions, many different bosses. Um, and then BFA came out and it was kind of bad. And I say kind of like gently. <laughs> uh, Yips on the same page with you here. 
Yeah. So I liked Legion a lot. I played with a lot of friends and then and then BFA came out and then I was like not invested whatsoever. Um, I wasn't really a streamer then. I really started streaming when Classic came out and I started streaming my journey, leveling to 60. I was like, look at me. I'm a cute little night elf with my stupid little night elf druid cat form. Like <laughs> you don't see these anymore. And it was all like, wow, what a, you know, what a memory lane kind of thing. And then it like actually stuck. Like tons of people were playing. I was on an RP server and people were, hail partner, come, you know, bring me seven shiny furs and I'll reward you with one silver. And people were really doing that. And it was crazy. Um, I found a whole new side of the game from an add-on called TRP. Have you ever heard of it? Mm -mm. It's total role play. And it allows you to basically create a D&D character for your WAP character. You can take permanent damage. You can have little trinkets that you wear or what do you see about the character when you first experience them um just a a bio a history a theme song it's amazing it's a whole nother universe of wow and uh that was so cool to me there's plenty of communities on retail that use these add-ons to create this entirely different side of wow i'd never seen before which was this more fantasy like role-playing game it was really yips dream and that's where yeah. how I ended on Blood Sale was because it was the only RP server for any. Um, and then it's just been since then. And it just I grew up on RP PvP and we had an add-on where you'd have your full, you know, you have your first and last which, name, which your bio you on for RP Mael- PvP. Maelstrom. Oh, I was on Twisting Nether. Oh yeah, Twisting Nether was the other one. Was the go-to, yeah. <laughs> what uh what server were you on in Wrath? Curious. Um, twisting nether. So. Twisting nether. Yeah. yeah. Just curious. Yeah, I think I think the server really died. Um, in Cata, but I was very casual. Uh, from the end of Cata into Warlords, I didn't play a lot, and then at the end of Warlords, I came back and started raiding, um, really heavily, in Legion and the beginning of BFA. So it's so- been a weird time for a while. So you kind of hit on it, like, but, so for me, like, I came back to Classic thinking I would just play till, like, level 40, and, you know, maybe get, a, like, a mount, you know, nostalgia, this is this is super cool, and I turned out to be really wrong, now I have a podcast about it, but, like, why did you come back to Classic, and then why did you stay? Um, I think I was, I really was starting to feel like the old, the new systems of WoW were so convoluted and overwhelming and hard to like in my head I was like I could play classic WoW and be casual again <laughs> which is so funny because I ended up in like but, a parsing raiding guild with but you don't need to log in every day and get your but that but you can like it is definitely like a raid loggy type of thing like yes you can go above and beyond but it's definitely because Mel and I were also a top in top guilds uh, vanilla and wrath tbc we only uh we only pvp'd but like it was a huge time commitment to actually be in the top guilds when you're actually doing real progression and it's you know five days a week five to eight hours a night you know it's a very different thing whereas now the reason i didn't initially can. come back i was yeah. like nope that ruined my life once i can't let it happen again but now you could do that. Now you're just going the above and beyond is going for like the speed run stuff. You know, like 
It's definitely you could all you could still get all the stuff though without having to be crazy like back in the day. So you were kind of right. You just decided to take on the hardest challenge once again. <laughs> um, right? And it's yes, and I very much enjoyed my time in any of the high-end guilds I ever was in because you it's hard to like explain how well and you would know as a raider like when it works and it's efficient and it's fast and the loot goes out and the good stuff drops and nobody dies and it's just that feeling isn't like anything that you get in different facets of your life other than if you like run a business or or something and you just have like one of those days where you're just like holy cow like everything went right today um and doing those like those BWL runs in in 40 minutes or less like start to finish you know from the first trash to nef dead and no one dies everyone has their world buffs at the end um it's it's like a feeling that you don't normally like get from wow it's not the same in in retail you die over and over and over in mythic progression and in mythic plus and in pvp it's just constant like rebuff go again rebuff go again kind of have to have that mentality but what I hear, like you just res right there, right? And yeah, you just exactly. go like right again. There's no like walk back or there's no your break, cooldown. right? You get your cooldowns back so you can just go and go. Just again. keep going. There's yeah, there's no seriousness to losing people. There's no seriousness to using your your battle res because it's back. Um and classic had that severity that when it went well, it was such a nice feeling, I guess. And TBC two to some extent still has that, although you lose a little bit of it because no world buff meta, you know, only two elixirs. So you're not spending like tons of gold to to progress and stuff like that. Whereas in classic, you're spending so much if you were constantly wiping, if you were full consuming, you know, mongoose strength, like like just all the things. All we the stuff, were so. warriors. We definitely get you. <laughs> I know. You get- I was feral DPS. So yeah, we don't know the exactly. feeling that you felt after running in 40 minutes with nobody dying. That is not a feeling we've ever felt. But we felt <laughs> lows, though. We've we've been lower than uh, you could possibly be on retail after mm-hmm. you lose all your money and your world buffs and you <laughs> still have to clear the content for the night. Oh, right. God, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So, there is a big difference between our good nights. And there was a big controversy against the healers when somebody died. Let's just be real. Yeah. Well, and I paid healers. I, <laughs> I, I said, please don't let me die on Veil. Like, please keep me alive. Because I'm going to be at 2200 DPS today and be number one feral on Earth. And they would be like, all right, how much? We'll make sure. <laughs> if the tank dies, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, see, I, 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 I was just nice to the healers, whereas a lot of the DPS Your wife's a healer. healer. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Oh no! But like yeah, you, you, you never heard me say a bad word about our healers throughout the entirety of Classic because, yeah, because your wife's a healer and she gives you some of the healer insider, yeah. insider chat, right? Where I'm like, yeah, we just stopped healing that person because they're an absolute asshole, and you we're just the done. rest of the guild for our healers sucking. Okay, that's not <laughs> our. <laughs> oh oh man. God. yeah. Th- th- I mean, I think that is like something you know and it's hilarious because you hear people talk about oh i forgot how you know i heard a lot of content creators talking about it during lady vash progression and they're just like you have to do so much to get 
back. Like, it's just like, come on. I'm just like, yeah, well, that's, you know, that's what kind of what makes it good. You know, I know it sucks, but it's kind of what makes it good. It makes it meaningful. No, you're nuts. Lady Bash was 13 minute wipes. It is not good. <laughs> that wasn't well, fun. Exactly. This, like Illidan wipes. Well, okay. This was actually my favorite TBC like wipe story is I did almost 200 pulls on original Archimonde. Um, Mind you, we went into Hyjal like five or six months after guilds had been clearing it forever on my server. It wasn't new content. It wasn't gated the same way back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But like it took us forever to kill KT or Kael'thas and then it took us forever to kill Vash and then finally we get in there and almost 200 wipes on Archimon and that run back through the whole caverns of time through the whole ridiculous dungeon yeah all the way over to like the loon camp or whatever is like insane like and those were long wipes just like Vash you know and uh, the just but it really punished you dying right like I feel like if it doesn't if it doesn't punish you dying then there's no real motivation to try to get it better right Right. like you're just like okay let's just go try again if you got to all like res right there and be like okay we've got our cooldowns like let's just try again you would just like bang it against a wall until you and that's what the guilds do now is they just throw shit at a wall till it sticks it's like let's try this this time or let's try this this time right which i don't know there's a certain there's a certain mentality that like hey that's kind of nice right because you actually get to like figure out different nuances and different ways to do it because i felt like our guild especially in classic where it was like when we found a way that worked it might not have been the most efficient way but we knew it worked so why would we change it right now (laughs) and it didn't matter because well especially back in the day there was barely dps meters i found a screenshot from when i was main tanking hygel and all i had was a threat meter (laughs) <laughs> well, I can right. tell you for sure. I had a I had damage meters in vanilla sure. on a like I didn't have it first in Moncore, but I definitely remember having it on Vash. Not but Vash. There was uh, no Warcraft logs. It's, if you no, no, it, there was no Warcraft logs. That's all anyone was excited about. Was like, hell yeah, boss is dead. Got our loot, and you know, mm-hmm. like I was number one DPS. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. I mean, and that's all it yourself. was, was just yeah. like competing with someone in your your guild and then talking about it on the forums, different DPS, but like people lied, and I'm sure, you know, it was like, yeah, it there was no way to know. To me then, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I hate logs now. I hate them. I'm a healer, so I hate them. I'm like, what are these other healers doing? Who are they healing? Like, what if nobody's taking damage? Who am I supposed to freaking heal? Yeah, very bitter. Yeah, I mean, logs are a problem across the board. They there's so many ways to cheese it, and you know, it's it is what it is. But like Yip said, it's just good to look at them to be able to see how you could do more on a fight. It is it is a really good tool. I I will have to say. My favorite thing about Warcraft. Tag on what? My favorite thing about Warcraft logs is. Um, any fight that you have logged, you can go back and visually watch a replay mm-hmm. of. And so I love to watch like those really bad wipes where everybody freaks out and panics, and you just see like this one mage going <laughs> <laughs> like all over the place. That's, I Dude, do love yeah, that, that part when that someone showed me that that doesn't die. You could see that one person that doesn't die and keeps running. 
away from the mob and you're like, just die, just die. We can't get in the instance until you die. And they're like, nobody says anything. And you're just like, come on. It's always the rogues trying to live and run or the hunters trying yeah, to right. just get back to their like fade death. But yeah, we actually, someone first showed that to me during four horsemen progression back in Dax. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I was yeah. Say, like the funniest part of that was watching the first attempts of our healers on four horsemen back in the day to be like okay are they because it's like they have to rotate as they have like their group call they're like constantly rotating around and as we're like practicing it the first few times it's like where are these healers going i mean not that anyone else knew where they were going e- either it was not like a specific right. problem but healers have the like it's like the most egregious to look i'd be like there's no one in this corner what happened <laughs> Oh my god! And we made it so complicated, right? It was like yeah, it was like, all it right, was so like we, red group one, yeah, green red group, group one, three. It is like four, how do you know which group you're in? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I I remember like running to like the next one, and you literally just ran in a circle. It wasn't like you had to zigzag or do anything complicated, right? <laughs> I remember running, and then somebody following me and being like, "What? Do you, am I wrong or are you wrong? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm right here." I've got this weak aura that yells at me to tell me when to run, but I do not I miss know. forty person raids where it's just like, oh my one, god, it's hard to keep track of what everyone's doing, and then two, it's hard to make sure all forty people know what is going on, or <laughs> even Listen, in 40 Discord. People, forty person raids definitely allowed less skilled people to just kind of skate through, Absolutely. right? Like. Let's when we went to 25, it was like, oh. Or even when we went, like, when we first went to TBC and it was 10 mans, it was like, yeah, you're the only healer, so you better figure it out, right? Like, or, like, there's another healer, but everybody knows who's doing what, right? So It's one of those healers, though. So yeah, I got bingo that. next to me, so yeah, I gotta exactly. really pull my weight. <laughs> exactly. Listen, especially at the beginning of uh, this expansion, we had we had a couple AFK healers in Karazans. A hundred percent. A couple shamans, dude. What are you doing? Like, what? Why are they all the way back there? <laughs> ah. So, uh, so what's your favorite expansion? Ooh, I want to say that Rast is my favorite for play. Um, wise, yeah. Uh, and I really like most of the raids for the like. I'm not a huge fan of um. Uh, the Argent tournament stuff, but it was Dude, necessary. Me too. And it made Same. Sense. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was kind of a good like middle, and then the f- most forgotten raid of all time, Ruby Sanctum. Which <laughs> did anyone do that really? I don't know. Um, but mm-hmm. I I want to say something sort of controversial. That a lot of people kind of get upset about. Oh and no! I've, Do it. It's Warlord, really or isn't it your favorite expansion? Huh? It is or it isn't? No, Wrath is my favorite. But I, what I really don't like about every expansion that we had experienced up to this point was the whole "Hello, welcome to the new expansion of World of Warcraft. Here's a brand new continent out in the universe or out into Azeroth that never existed before that just suddenly appeared." <laughs> I really liked Kata bringing it back to classic. And that was something that, for the leveling experience, I thought was so cool. Why is Azeroth static? Like, Deathwing coming in and splitting the barons was, like, crazy. It all being underwater, 
um, in Thousand Needles. Like, I thought that was so cool, and a lot of people hate it. They I know a lot of classic, people. They love that classic, like, this is what it is, and I know every quest by heart, but I really enjoyed bringing it back to Azeroth and, like, going through um, the the Dragon Zone in the wetlands, like Grim Batol, um some of those like things that we never got to explore in classic or were like never fleshed out. Yeah, things I really liked. I really like. liked that. So Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that you say that because that's what I did like about Kata. Like I thought it was really neat, and a lot of people hate it, but I I definitely thought that was cool too. You know, and like Heroic lines. I want to go back and kill Van Cleef's daughter, <laughs> or whatever that dead finds us about. Yeah. Well. Why- the world be changing we've been ex- progressing through these expansions for you know like in the t- their timeline 10 20 30 years like of course van cleef is dead we killed him a thousand 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 times of course his daughter took over like i just thought it was a cool concept so yeah um, yeah i definitely Rath i definitely the agree best raids the best nostalgia the best storyline i for the leveling experience alone i loved kata Dude, Cata leveling was 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 really good. Like we 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 quit like Mel quit before the the second tier of Cata, but then I played like later, but then I quit like I don't know, a month into the second tier and it was just like I don't know, the rating I was not a big fan of, but like I was also yeah, I didn't love it either. Yeah, well and I was also I I just recently found this out. We talked about it with Jamin when he came on. I didn't realize this was the case. So I always had real life friends that would come back every expansion and do at least the first raid tier or the second raid tier as 10 mans. It's something we started in Wrath. It was really fun. But then we just could not beat a 10 man to save our life with our real life friends. Like Mel and I were in a 25 man guild that was like dropping everything pretty easy, but like our 10 man real life friends, we couldn't do anything. And I found out that they had tuned them the same. And I never even knew that during the time we were playing and all my friends are so distraught. They're just like, well, this isn't fun. Like I'm just going to quit, you know? And it was because they had done this weird tuning thing to like have the 10 mans be the same tuning as the 25 mans and you get the same gear, but the 10 mans were way harder. And it just, it, it was more personal responsibility again. Yeah. Like, but it, in, it in but it was, group. yeah, it, it, it was just more than those friends could handle. Like they were very casual and like, oh, yeah. it just kind of puttered me or poop poo-pooed me for the expansion going forward and then i went to the star wars you know uh mmo uh night or the old republic and then yeah which was yeah, another really good weren't game you one of the first jedi in that Bob? no i was one of the first jedi in star wars galaxies oh, which right. was before Sorry. world of, of warcraft that's right that's right my bad but yeah the old republic was an wars awesome leveling I, mmo I, I have an important cat question. Um, you like the leveling experience. You like the water zone. I forget what it's called. The uh, Vajar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember it being annoying, but I loved that it was different, right? I loved Deep Home. It was like different. Mm. Um it it didn't it was like we'd never leveled underwater before. Yeah. Right? 
and, and it was very innovative. And a lot of people seem to think that Cata was the expansion that they like did the the three tier. I like, did too, challenges. but it was mob. It's right? not it's... though. It was mob exactly. Yeah. So a lot of people like hate on it for that but you still had the talent trees like as they were yeah. just a little better and i went back recently to look at them because i was like what if i want to play a public cata server not private public um and i was looking at the builds and i was like oh yeah that's right you just got only one talent point for every other level so yeah i, I had thought it was the original yeah well and like okay so yeah you're talking about the leveling underwater like the underwater zone right in cata I actually I hate underwater, but I didn't hate that. Like I feel like they made they changes. Speed buff and stuff. Yeah, they made some. They they made a few changes, and I don't remember what they were. But I remember not hating it as much wait, as wait, I hate underwater. underwater. It wasn't underwater, and like you're swimming around like it is like in TVC. If you're killing stuff in a lake, you had. Like eventually, had a special mount. There's like places you could like run in. And, you had yeah, the seahorse mount. The seahorse yeah, mount. Yeah. Then there was the rare seahorse you could get too, which I which always loved hunting I, rare mounts. I got I I was I, my gold journey started in Cata. I made a bunch of gold and I dropped fifty five thousand gold on Poseidus. And then later in retail, they made it so that <laughs> I think everybody in the party no 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 it, it. everyone in the party can loot it and it spawns like every hour instead of every like once a week. Oh, but in Cata, it was like once a were week. Making so much money on the auction, yeah, auction from shutting that. I was so like, I was like, my pride and joy. It was such a bad mount. You couldn't even show it off to people. And then they made it easier to get. And I was like, I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm Everything ruined. I have. <laughs> okay, so claim to fame. Wrath is your favorite then, right? Yeah. I, think... I really hope that I'm not remembering it with rose-colored goggles, though. You know? I, well, oh, I, yeah. mean... I felt really strong about TBC. And I'm kind of like, eh, TBC right now. Like, I'm still enjoying it. I'm just not like as woo TV I'm, we're all gonna get hit we're I'm all gonna get hit way. by a knack pill we're gonna go into wrath and we're gonna go to nax and we're gonna be like you know this other game's out <laughs> like, i liked wrath yeah. and or i liked nax and wrath because i never got the experience to experience it in, yeah in same exactly. in actual wrath exactly. yeah in actual wrath yes but this time, though, yeah, this yeah, time might be right. But there, <laughs> there is a lot different, you know. Like, there's which a, is almost yeah. just going to be more annoying. Yeah, right? I, it's like it well, simpler. no, like, it well, it was annoying when we went into next, and like everybody's like remembering Wrath yeah. next, and we're like, wait, no, I don't think that's the way it is here. Oh crap! Uh, uh, okay, we need to look that up. Like, I, I First think of all, as long as they do it quickly, it won't be that bad. The only reason that's a problem is because occasionally in our guild we get um uh I don't know what's the best phrase too many cooks in the kitchen too sure. many people too many people yeah, yeah. keying up on Mike saying actually this is what it does when they actually don't know actually. we've got we have officers who do the research on every raid before it comes out it's only the people who key up when they're not supposed to or like yep. I think Listen, this is I how was this in works. there was no era. engineers in vanilla yet. exactly <laughs> Yeah, that's all. That's where the mis <laughs> that's where misinformation comes from. <laughs> oh, I want. I'm, we need to turn off push to talk and turn on like Discord stage where like only certain people are allowed to talk. Oh, oh. man, um, we're well, all done. Yeah, well, I think I think Wrath like was Wrath was a especially early Wrath was just a really good spot for quality of life stuff, and everybody liked it so much. I think. They went too far 
because everybody liked the quality of life stuff so much, and then that's where retail started falling into the trap of, well, this is literally just a town game where you can go anywhere without moving anywhere. Do you guys remember the day Achievements came out? It was like the two weeks before the end of Cl- uh-huh. Achievements. Yeah, the, the pre-patch, yeah. That was yeah, such I do. a crazy moment for a while, and I remembered mocking it at the time. And they brought that immediately into Wrath. Raiding up until that point, or PvP, or even things just as go read books in Stratholme, wasn't like a thing. It was just like a little, like, here's an Easter egg. Did you read the right. book from the Winter Spring quest that says spirits you know the spirit guide to speaking the ghosts or whatever and you open it up and it just says ooh, ooh. Like, <laughs> it's my favorite quest of all time but um now there was this achievement to go to kill the boss without somebody dying or like nobody mm-hmm. dying right that's how you got the undying mount the time loss proto drakes all those like or not time loss but the un, the black proto drake the iron and the, red iron and so yeah. well there was this whole new entire expansion that had all these mini games. And for a lot of people, that was like really exciting. For collectors, it was something you're, new. You're talking you know? to a guy that the day that came out, I finally went ahead and uncovered every part of the map in every zone that I could so I could get the the map achievement. Like, like I was. Four yeah, it, yeah it absolutely. Caught me I hard. And redid heroic dungeons that i hated just to get it checked off the list <laughs> yep um, but wrath was the beginning of that and we didn't have this sort of like mini game like in tbc what i did when i wasn't raiding and farming my dailies or my my stuff was everyone hung around in chat wrath and just kind of showed off their gear you're like oh i'm elder so mm-hmm. i sit at the elder bank and look at me i have all my tier six and my pillar of ferocity and you knew people by their reputation and there wasn't looking for group and you only ran with people who had like a good reputation. And now all of a sudden there's this whole new expansion built on like, go out, do stuff, be free, like find stuff to be free, never be in a town. Um, And the end of wrath was the end of that. I think like there's still all that achievements, but now there's this, you know, you're going into like expansions where they, they want you to just be sort of self-sufficient, have all the alts to get whatever you need. You don't need to trade with people. It's easy to level and and have max. The community alts. aspect went away, right? And it started going away in TBC, let's be honest, right? And, and then right it the just end, yeah. slowly continued. It grew well, up with us, though. We're all raid logging TBC right now. And that's just, like, yeah. I, th- I think WoW grew up with us. There are people who play retail now and love, like, a lot of the stuff that uh that happened in there and i think that in wrath like we half the stuff that we say or we complain about tbc are stuff like that they change later that <laughs> they change later on because right. all, all the stuff all the retail stuff are like addressing the problems that players had to begin well, with for the most part i will say though tbc it's crazy because like i didn't notice this until i went back and did the hardcore challenge but now i'm leveling my rogue right it's crazy how much different, easier it is to level just because of aggro range. Literally, TBC, there could be a mob one level higher than me, and I just walk right past him. In vanilla, like, that was a scary situation, you know? Absolutely. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's crazy how different that is, and I wouldn't have noticed it had I not went back to Classic 
They wall play made the game TBC. for casuals. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, there's definitely hard. Ruining my vanilla. There, yeah, there's hard stuff, but it's just it's interesting how transversing the world, even without a flying mount, is so much easier. Yeah, yeah, because it's like they were like, well, what's important to people? Getting like aggroed on and like getting demounted in the middle of a road, or is it just like getting to their destination? <laughs> and you lose a lot of character of the world when you take certain stuff like that away you know when you're flying over zones the world isn't character. scary right yeah yeah you lose a lot of it but uh you know when someone comes home from work and they're not getting demounted on the road they're getting the, <laughs> they're getting into their just lfging into their dungeon like it's good for that person um as well so it's it's tough it's a balancing act that is very tough and i think with so many different people playing classic too it's really hard to say what people should be doing like, is it better to keep content hard or keep people playing? Like, there's just so many factors. And then the, they have a different audience now. And I'm sure that you've probably mm -hmm. talked about this many times. But who we are as people playing classic are not the Zoomers and the, and the, and the you know, I mean, maybe some. But I would say at least 50% or greater of the, of the population playing classic WoW, TBC WoW, are likely to be 28 or higher. Um, Maybe even 30s, 40s, 50s. I, I raid with some people that are even older maybe than that. I don't know, but I, th I think so. Uh, yeah, 100%. Do they have the time? They have families. They have children. They have the, you know, do they have the time to spend, to invest, to it take 500 times more longer just to, to level, right? Or do they just want to get into their systems and play the game? And Definitely. I mean, in our raid, we have baby at aggro with a few different raiders and you know it's okay like it would be okay yeah. in like the crazy good guilds but like it's okay in it our sweaty casual guild it wouldn't be okay if they were worse players but right. <laughs> our, our best players have kids what are we gonna do <laughs> right. oh man all right so uh the last question i have for like you personally is basically like alliance or horde like, not what you play, not what you did play. Which one's better? Yeah, pick a side and let everyone it's judge It's hard you. because I think, like, the storyline kind of got convoluted along the way and you're kind of forced to to make emotional decisions um, based on the storyline that kind of went awry. It's like, it's kind of like Star Wars, right? Like, we had the perfect three, you know, and then they were, like, kind of effed it up. And it was whatever. And then they, you're you're at the end of like the series all nine. And then you're like, well, heck, I don't really know where I stand. Um, I am a horde main at heart. I play Alliance. I do think Alliance fuck everything up. So I guess I have to go horde at heart. You know what I mean? Like they don't. Alliance do fuck a lot of stuff up. I don't know a lot about the lore, but I do know that Alliance does fuck a lot of shit up. I think that they think they're on this righteous cr crusade. And the horde is just like, well, we're just doing like what real humans do, like you know. Kind of I mean, you guys have mud huts, and... though, you know. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, well, so I like, know, I, I know. don't know a lot about the lore, but I watched the movie, and I'm just—it's weird because the movie, the like, the you know, not... it wasn't mm -hmm. great. I know, but I definitely felt the horde side of the movie and the orc side way more. And like those characters felt more real to me than the actual live action humans playing in the movie. So maybe that was their bad. I don't know. But all I'm saying is that, well, I mean, if the story is a Pocahontas story, then you're going to feel bad for the horde. If that's the story, 
to tell, then yes, the humans are going to look like the bad guys when it's like, we just want a land for our people. And the whole alliance are like, we're going to kill you. Bad. Bad job, like with, with voicing um, it fairly, but maybe it was. Yeah. Those, um, so. Yeah, but those those tones are are absolutely there. Like if you read read Alterac Valley like quest texts and the alliance seem like the bad guys. <laughs> We're they're like get these filthy mongrels off this land. It's like, "Oh my god." Like this is Which is the whole joke <laughs> we like play into with the bud huts and stuff, you know, and hopefully everybody well, does know like, that's a joke. Well, it's just like, "Dang, dude." Like, "All right, I get it." But, you know, you know it's a, it's complicated, but yeah, it's complicated I don't know. <laughs> because that bitch burned my tree. So I'm it's, still it's complicated. very mad. Yeah. Well, it's complicated because orcs, this it's not their land. Well, actually, the 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 it's a troll problem that I think that is weird. I think the treatment of trolls is worse than the orcs. Orcs came from a different planet. We have no moral obligation to orcs. <laughs> trolls, however, yeah. were here first, and when we kick them off the land, I think it's actually worse. But orcs, you can understand it's a difficult situation when vicious people demonic demonic orcs come through a portal <laughs> sure. you know it's like oh god <laughs> this isn't good uh but you know and then yeah as time goes on the problem with the horde versus alliance question is anyone who plays retail immediately starts thinking of sylvanas and like recent stuff and it's just like i don't know like <laughs> this is a whole different oh, question god. now so i forgot do you still play retail um, actually, probably my next stream Monday is going to be Classic Andy reacts to 9.2. I did it to 9.1, and then obviously when it, uh, what is the name of this expansion? Shadowlands. When it came out, I did that as well, because it came out when Classic was out. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I, I keep my character always max level. I've always had the same main, so her name is Apricat, obviously, and, um, I'm a troll druid. And I like to still, you know, go through the storyline just to make sure that it's still shit. Basically, <laughs> not fair. I, I really, really want it to be good. Um, I don't have the time to commit at this point anymore to dailies, especially time gated ones. Um, Renown, yeah. getting legendaries, doing Mythic Plus on my characters every week, and doing what, whatever, whatever, all that stuff. I just, it's just. Right. I could make the time for it. I just, I, I have no interest, I guess. In losing Do you think there's everything. any hope for retail? Like, do you think they've gone too far that it's too hard to go back? Or I think, I think like, if you look, for example, just at the popularity of between classic streamers and retail streamers, that it's split almost 50-50. I'd say a majority of the largest... Classic streamers are bigger than most of the retail streamers, but there's more retail streamers that are like somewhere in between that, right? Um, I think there's still a lot of people who still really like it. Now, is it copium or whatever you want to call it? Like, oh, it's my game, it's garbage, but it's my garbage. Like, that's kind of how I feel about classic too. Like, everyone's like, oh, why aren't you playing Lost Ark? Why aren't you playing um, Elden Ring? Why aren't you, you know, playing whatever other. MMO or RPG or whatever just came out and it's like because it's wow's garbage but it's my garbage so I don't know if there's hope it's it's only just for the people who have nothing else to hold on to right? or the people that have played it the entire time like I could never go back to to retail because it's just bloated like I would be overwhelmed immediately I'm overwhelmed and not be every able every time I log in 
yeah. I can still, I can I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'll just go do an old raid and clear it and get some transmog stuff. And if you think about how much content it does offer, even for the casual, like it's a great game. I think there's plenty of people who are always going to do that. They're going to do the collecting, the mount stuff, like, you know, they don't want to do that high end, whatever. And then you see the, the race to mythic world first, which will be next week. And it'll probably have 400,000 people watching it or more. I don't even have any concept of, of it. So yeah. Yeah. It's all so accessible to anybody. Uh, like you said, you can go back and do old stuff. You can hop in and do new stuff. You can raid find, you can group find, you can do normals, you can do PVP. Like there's, Anything you can just have you can log in and like have fun playing a game and like whatever you want to do. Where in TVC, I I like TVC a lot, and if it's what I want to do, but it's like if you're just like I'm someone who likes wow, it's like well, what's there to do? Like get ganked and get and told my server sucks. That was what was <laughs> so groundbreaking about the hardcore. Um, because yeah. I've been with hardcore since basically ground up, like since the days where four people were in the guild. Nam Nam was one of the only people streaming it. And uh, like Cargo's, even Cargo's quit. And nobody really thought it was going to go anywhere, honestly. I th- well, I mean, I think Duranosaur was still streaming it too, right? Duranosaur, yeah, he he did stream, but he was like me. He streamed hardcore and PVE. Like he did his raids and and like he had Dark Moon Fair. Um, cam because he was on a pvp server but <laughs> yeah. uh it was really small and what it what it was that was different was it took like every every version of wow i've ever played was hurry up and get to the end right like yep. hurry and get to 60 hurry and get to 70 so you can start reading so you can start p2p you can't do anything before that nothing counts before that hardcore was like nothing happens at 60 just get there so enjoy the journey. Use the stuff that you get. Use, you know, go fishing. Spend an hour fishing. Spend four hours fishing. It was like the weirdest version of WoW that I ever played. Even Dude. though it's always been here. And it was always the thing that, like, was the way it was meant to be played originally. You know? My highest fisher in Classic, because I definitely had fishermen, like, in, in Wrath. Wrath, <laughs> uh, spoiler, it gets a lot easier to fish in, in Wrath. And there's and the turtle work it up. isn't there? Yeah. But... I my highest oh, fishing of any classic character is on my hardcore sixty uh rogue. And it's because I had to, you know, like and yeah, the, like that was one of the coolest things I thought about right? hardcore. Yeah. It was Dude, neat. I found vendors that sold me wands and different things as a person. Yeah, I had like, no idea like, of this thing. There's a wand vendor in Stormwind? Like the scrolls and all the little like world people who you'd be like, oh, this guy has has this uh, two-handed axe? Like I got one today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't even know that I could buy this weapon." You know? Yeah, right. It's nuts. now Mel. Imagine it that a, a different that. version Sorry. of WoW than I ever played, even though it's always been there. And it mm-hmm. was, um, it's why I really took it to heart because I like everything about the social aspect of MMOs. But as we like progress further and further into expansions we're watching like ourselves go away from that socialness again. Like mm-hmm. again, I came from a server where you had a reputation based on if you bailed on dungeons and what guild you were in. And if you ninja looted and people knew you and it was small and it was tight knit and you only ran with the people that you knew or that you trusted their guild or whatever. And we're going to move away from that again. And that's what was really cool about, about the hardcore challenge was, you know, you just, 
you have that reputation, you know, these are the people in my guild who have never died. And yeah, something totally yeah. different. I didn't think I was going to like it. <laughs> it's kind I thought of it was addictive, gonna... right? Like you, yeah, it is really die, addictive. You feel like, okay, I know I messed up and I can do better right. next time. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay, well, that was Bob's fault. So let's do it again. You know, Did you he cry? Won't, he won't Did mess you cry up when you died? Because I cried when I died. I my first death was a fifty-five druid. I died in Ajar to the oh. elemental invasion that I didn't even know existed. I rated all the oh. classic. Oh, let was, Mel tell you the first time she died in hardcore no. at level thirty. This is a this is a good story. We were going strong. We were doing really well. We were level thirty. Warlock we priest. Wind. It was kind of easy. Yeah, we were in Stormwind. I went to go turn in a quest. The Ani event started. And I was oh, like, I remember hmm. this. Yeah, I was like, hmm, uh, I think I can get through here. And I walked through, nothing. Turned in my quest. And I'm like, all right. And I walk back out and I'm just like instantly dead. And I'm like, and it was the first time I had died in hardcore, right? So it like takes a second to sink in because I'm used to dying a lot. I died tons. It was a joke. I was like, the, I kept, I tanked the floor like the feral druid, you know? Yeah. Well, the priest healer in uh, TBC died a lot. Um, not for lack of skill, obviously, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I would die all the time, right? So I, like, I died and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, uh, I just died. She had no clue that like, those bobs could cleaver shock. as she walked by. I was just like in shock at that moment. Like I couldn't do anything else. And then Bob's like, what? What? And I'm like, I can't talk to you right now, Bob. I'm trying to process what just happened to me. <laughs> all like, the work, all the time that it took for you oh. to progress. There. It doesn't matter if you're level 12 or, you know, it took you three hours or if you're 55 and I had, what, six days and 18 hours mm. played at my death, you know? Like it's so hard too because I feel like you always plan for the future, right? So you've got all this like stuff stocked up. You're like, I'm about to make a bunch of potions in my alchemy. I got all this stuff in my bank, and then you die, and you're like, oh, that all goes away. It's very sad. But I did have people like immediately message me, like, like delete your character, delete your character, and I was like, whoa, I have to res, and apparently I have to check my mailbox. Right. That was really annoying. The first it's like time you cannot delete. The first time I died on a character of consequence was my was my fifty five. Um, and I just like came from that like raider mentality, right? I'm like I have mm -hmm. all this stuff for mongoose. I probably had like twenty mongooses made, right? Like I had mongoose stuff. I had like eighty gold, which I was like poor because I was always buying yeah. consumes and stuff. I had bigs and and travelers backpacks and stuff, and people like before real hardcore add-on and like the road to rag push people were kind of like well just delete whatever you do is all the stuff whatever if you have a multi-lifer character on the server because most people didn't play on blood sale on their mains and yeah. my main was on blood sale which is where hardcore was hosted um before seasons of mastery and i was like am i really gonna delete like tony mongoose pop I had like a really hard time with that. I was, it was like all of this money, right? Like the real struggle right here. <laughs> like that was that was that was part of the hardest part about it was like the it is like. like could I not have a living will? A living yeah. will, right? I, I grant all. This goes to my multi-lifer friend so and so. I feel like all of a sudden, never got scream like just goes fuzzy, and she's like, 
mail to my other character. Like, just well, get so it I done. deleted the character and then um, I like left it. And because Liz has that restore feature, a, f- a few months later, I restored her and like was like, I'm not farming for next. Fuck that. And then I was like, <laughs> all those and all those mountain solar seeds. I love it. I'm, I'm good for a week or two. You're like, yeah, no, forget that. But then I deleted her for good, and and she still is in the restore. You can still restore characters infinitely. I get, I guess, but I have no oh. need for. My, I have six sixty druids and three seventy druids. Um, five hardcore, five of which are hardcore. So I have five hardcore druids. I'm good. I don't need Trophies. anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't need right. any more. That's something I did notice about the hardcore. Like, when I finally, finally, after four or five rogues, 35, <laughs> 29, 18, 8, 60. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. even die at eight. Uh, because I was in the shadow at zone, and yeah. I, I, I busted my way out. But, like... I I saw my name in the uh in the in the hardcore hall of hall of fame on the website. I started scrolling through and it's interesting how many people keep doing the same class over and over again and I get it now that I've done it because like you get better and better each time at it. Like like people do challenges and like no you know I, this most recent run I did zero dungeons like completely solo self-found. No dungeons, no world buffs, no like obviously not world buffs, but I didn't even get a song flower or anything like that. Um, before that, I'd done druids, you know, that did like dungeons with people and stuff like that. So, but it, yeah, you do. But also because when you, I so in between my first sixty death on seasons of mastery, which I deleted, which is one of the weirdest feelings on earth, is to delete a level, a max level character, right? Just like gone forever. Um, how'd you die? I went into Dire Mall Arena with a brand new tank thinking that that was a smart idea and I trusted him. And we had two bosses in the Dire Mall Arena. First of all, it flags you for PvP. And second of all, two bosses and they teleport. They're meant for like 10 people just for one boss. So we... we Oh, we, the little place in the center. The Coliseum. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, I forgot about the, that. The Dire Mall Arena. And we lasted about 10 minutes before we died, but we all wiped. Oh. I was about one hour at 60 um, for Road oh, to Rag. No. So it was pretty embarrassing. That sucks. But I then went to a priest and I died to the Tiger Barn. And mm. when I died at 37 at the Tiger Barn, I was like, maybe it has life. something against priests. Maybe. Like, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like. But I was like, why am I even memeing? I can't get to 60 on any other classes. I'm just going to go back to Druid. Which I did do a shaman and a rogue to sixty, but um, it was—it's not the same. Like I just all I wanted was to be in the road to rag, and I wanted to kill Ragnaros and everything. So I was like, I'm going to do a druid again. I guess yeah. that's how it turned out. I that's how I felt when I anyway. <laughs> I tried to do druid, and I was like, because I had played a druid before, and I was like, okay, I'll try to do a druid. Let's try this, and we died, and I was like, we died at like thirty-five, I think, and I was like. Yeah, I'm just gonna do my priest. I'm just way more comfortable on my priest. And <laughs> I feel like if we're ever gonna get to 60, it's gonna have to be on my priest because I know my buttons and I don't have to switch yeah, back exactly. between like retail or between you know TBC and classic yep. and figure out like, oh yeah, that's I'm a druid now. I need to do X, Y, or Z versus I'm a priest and raid. And I think that's worked out better for us for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So okay, uh, so okay, so let's talk about the hard, the hardcore. Like so, uh, you've talked about you're the uh, you're the uh, you know hardcore event coordinator, but like, give us like, what is your role in the hardcore communities? Um, I started actually as the official liaison from the RP community of Blood Sail Buccaneers to like I was the peace treaty between the RP community and hardcore because not only did hardcore come in and kind of f stuff up for the <laughs> server because they don't participate in the um, community or the mm. economy, um, but they also don't follow naming rules, especially with so many people that were hardcore put HC at the end of their name, um, which wasn't like technically allowed like by the rules of rp servers question for i was actually worried about that when i was pushing for grobulus like would my name even be okay what is it is it blazing bomb yeah it's yeah it's exactly like my stream name they don't really report anymore i'm sure if you went to grobulus there's probably like poop butt number four you know what i mean like they don't (laughs) they don't really but they used to i had a i'm twisting another eye had my names reported constantly for having a non-RP names. Um, I don't think. What that, is it? Uh, RP name? I'm so anything curious. Anything that is could RP be name. A, a real name or like having to do with like your class or something like that. Mel, you um, have an RP name. I do. Took, right. You took a name and then you made it like a different name. It's just like a fantasy name. Yeah. Like if you're, my name on my rogue was um, Cuddlebot. And because it had bot in it, it got reported. Because I would like gank people, and then I would cuddle them when they that they died. (laughs) And I got my name reported like seven times, and that was before you could pay to have it changed and whatever. So, oh god, that's why on a RP server, little known fact for you: if you play alliance, the best rates you can be is a gnome because you can have absolutely ridiculous names. But they're they, still yeah, RP cog, cog anything or whatever. I'm, I'm so, cog zippity zoopadoo. So <laughs> I start. I started watching hardcore um, because of a pretty important hardcore streamer named Nam Nam. Do you guys know him? Mm-hmm. I know well, we Nam did a Nam well. With him, didn't yeah. we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how when I we first were leveling met our hardcore. Like he was leveling an alt or something, and he got into our Dead Minds dungeon. And we were like, "All right, let's go." We got this. So Nam Nam was the first person who ever did the challenge on every class, but also um, he was one of the only people who streamed hardcore when hardcore was not alive. And mm-hmm. I was running around during the war effort for AQ picking Firebloom for uh, like four <laughs> days to the point of just wanting to puke. And I was starting to get mad because I would see this tiny gnome warrior running around <laughs> using a staff. And I was like, bro, why are you using a staff? Like, go get a sword. Off the auction house, like staff's I actually <laughs> really good. Well, and though. he's like, I'm doing the hardcore challenge. It's a solo self found, like kind of like Iron Man. You can't trade. You can't use the auction house. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? That was my initial thought too. And I was like, I'm later, Same. he convinced me to make a character. And the hardcore community really kind of like upset a lot of the RP community of Bloodsail Buccaneers. And I was a major. I was a mod for the server. I was a major like community member. Um, and one of the only streamers on the servers, and I started a stream hardcore, and I kind of acted as like the peace, you know, the peace, um, whatever treaty between the two. Uh, and Cargos was like, "Yo, I need like I need you. I want you to be a mod for hardcore. I want you to be part of our community. You can be part of 
um, our stream team. Like, if you're going to do this, like, I love this. Thank you. And I kind of like slowly like pod my way up through a lot of like the big boys, like grays and cargos <laughs> and winkies and stuff. And um, I started to to manage the, the servers, but not like moderating in the way like people are like, oh, you said a bad word, delete or whatever. I would do <laughs> daily like positive messages and community spotlights, which are still in the Discord. I haven't done one in a while. And I would take like a member of the community and like ask them in a little interview kind of like this and then post it for everyone to go find their socials and to read their answers and stuff. And I like brought the community together. And it was something that was really important when it was small because this is a solo challenge and everyone is by themselves. It can be really lonely, you know. Yes, yeah. I've talked so about many, that. So many servers. I've talked about that too. many times. Like the only thing that actually I started streaming regularly, the hardcore challenge is actually what made me comfortable with streaming all the time because they helped me so much and kept me company because I was so lonely when I was just doing solos and like chat actually kept me sane. So it's interesting, you know, like. It's funny though. The thing that we all like, you know, we've all said things about the community, the teamwork, the mentality is what we love about the game. And then we all like find our place in this hardcore where the game it like takes away your community in the game. But you get this community outside of the game, right? Because you're in this hardcore community in the game. And so I feel like there's this difference where initially I was like, well, that's whole reason I play the game is to play with friends and to make friends and to work together right why would i do it when i can't do that but there is so much to be said about the community that's not like that's outside the game helping you right and giving you support and just still like, feeling that just even like the insanity that is that these people were able to go into a 40-man raid with just volunteers right like most people that played road drag that did farming and stuff they didn't get paid for what they were doing Right. It was literally like a labor of love, like a real war. We're going to do this. Yeah. Exactly. You had people that weren't even in the raid farming for, you know, like it, it was a huge okay. effort. Flinzy, his name is. He farmed so many eels. He said, if anyone ever says the word eels around him again, he might throw up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, Flinzy's coming to talk to, to me a lot. He's a cool guy. That's completely alone like that come together to create this like crazy, like just gigantic effort that will never be forgotten. I don't think because I think while it wasn't necessarily a difficult task to clear the raid, um, the amount of effort and people that had to go into getting it to that point was. Yeah, the only reason it wasn't difficult, I think, was because of the amount of time that people spend mapping out every single second of that raid. Right. Like it, right. it would have been difficult, even with very skilled players, to just go in there. I mean, without. All the time, yeah. You know, with with in even in in tier two tier three gear we still went into moan core and somebody blew up with the getting bomb and yeah. blew up the rain you know what i mean like yeah like it happens once every couple months you know i do feel oh. like and i told yip and bob this the other day like a couple weeks or when i first started playing hardcore i was like i feel like i do better in my tbc priest and i die less because i'm much more concerned about dying because they've been doing hardcore for so much, right? So, like, I used to die all the time on my priest. Like, 
I just like my life wasn't like the priority, right? I was looking at all the raid frames and like I just didn't really factor in my life. And after I started doing hardcore seriously, I was like, oh, I need to heal myself. Fuck you. See, like you're gonna die. Like, no. <laughs> because really because I can't die on my hardcore characters. I get into raids and I'm like, I can't wait to die. It's going to be <laughs> Like I died on Leo last night and I was like, I'm not even mad. I'm just going to sit here and wait for my loot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately we wiped. So I had to, I had to stay alive. Oh the next man. Room, but this is, I funny. did die. We have one other, um, Holy priest that was raiding with us this last week or on Thursday. And I was stacked on top of him and he died and went into his little angel form. And I was like, did I die? And I'm like, <laughs> nope, nope, I didn't die. Okay, I'm good. Because I could still heal, right? So it's not like I like I just it was it was a moment of uh <laughs> you know, it's fine. He dies a lot, it's cool. I know everybody always thinks it's me too <laughs> when he dies. Because I was the only holy priest for a really long time. Oh man, that's uh, that's great. So all right, so uh are are there any events going on right now? I've heard like I've heard the events went a little crazy, and then like a bunch of events started all at the same time. Like the one I know about for sure is the TBC one, and then I know Cargos is doing a, a hardcore cup. Uh, unfortunately, yep, next week during this. where I have to go to our best friend's wedding, but. Oh. Yeah, it sucked because I was so excited. I've never been able to do a hardcore cup, and I can't do it. But yeah, so he also scheduled our podcast next week for during the wedding. Oh yeah, and then was like, I can't believe that you didn't tell me that. And I'm like, you literally said it three weeks ago on the podcast that you can't do the hardcore cup because it's on March. Yeah, we yeah that's a a a, we're having we're having Willie on the show next week. That's a horrible headache i have to deal with next week like to figure out how to schedule that to where we can do it but have fun yep <laughs> um, um so we yeah, do so have events. like kind of a lot of stuff going on and that's because everything is is kind of um so it's hard because hardcore was never big and then this event the road to rag event like kind of blew it up right a lot of people were invested blew it really up interested. Right. And it's kind of trickling back to where its roots were, where, you know, you're not seeing as many people playing it. You're not seeing as many people streaming it. People are taking breaks. They're a little burnt out. Everything that's coming up with the road to Nefarian, which would be the next obvious progression, is kind of time gated behind a couple things. And um, I don't I played on EU for all of Road to Reg. I died really, really early at uh, the first week. I think I was like on day four. I died at 35 on NA, so I went right over to EU because it was way less populated at the start. Um, it was impossible to re-roll on Obsidian Edge. Um, it was definitely lo- packed. Losing a lot of the NA major raid leaders and players and streamers really like kind of diminished interest. What the goal is, is to get into Nefarian, but... I think that that doesn't come until ZG comes out because there's just not enough gear from from Molten Core's not a it's great bad gear. raid. It's not great raid gear, right? It's yeah. it's very weak. There's not a lot of like bis things that and and whatnot and and you know because 
we farmed it for months and months and months. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the best thing you get is your bindings, right? Yeah, and yeah. maybe a hand of reg. Well, basically, like weapons. yeah, yep. Yeah. Tell us about those bindings. Dire Mall was huge, right? Yes, for absolutely. Road to Reg. Absolutely, because that wasn't out originally when Molten Core came out. That gear was not available yet. It was um still in a. It was in what like. 1.2 or whatever or whatever patch it, it was it, it was like in the middle of phase two right right they yeah, brought exactly. it out early because of the whole I, yeah i don't remember exactly but yeah so it, i know that NA and, e, and eu both intend to try hopefully there will be a little bit more interest in steam later on i unfortunately don't know that you'll be able to pull enough interest without honestly a lot of especially on any but maybe maybe as well on you um without those like big players kind of like creating the hype and whatnot what what you had that was different which was really interesting to me is you didn't have a single streamer from the streamer draft or or even like major streamers guzu um frosted Thomas, all of them all of the normal eu streamers went na uh so they did it all as a labor of love like there was no Everyone that that was playing it on EU was doing it for the pride of doing it, and I thought that was really cool. Um, they want to go back to Neff. Same with NA. I just don't know that there will be that interest necessarily. Um, well, I have been. Push- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say people have been pushing for the TBC challenge as of late. Well, right? I had been pushing for that for forever. I hit the world. Wait, first before seven- we go to that, though, before we go to that, did you do? Road drag on EU. I did. Or NA or both. On EU. Yeah. Yeah. I leveled two yeah, to she, 60 and promptly missed the kill. Yeah, she she was on NA first, died, and then went to EU after she lost her 55, I'm right? Making sure. I was 35 when I died in Nomer. Oh, okay. Um with Jamin. He forgot. Everybody oh, dies yeah. in Nomer. I didn't Nomer's even do terrible. Nomer. Yeah, I've I didn't never do done Nomer at all. Because I am terrified of it. Um, so I actually, when TBC came out, the hardcore kind of like died again as, you know, new expansion, exciting things happen. Um, as kind of content was farmed and everything like that, I, I started just continuing like characters that I got to 60 through TBC and I ended up getting, um, my druid to 70. I was the world first 70 hardcore druid and nobody cared. And it's not that that's anything that people should care about. But hardcore obviously is established as a mode now. Why is it only, why do you only have to do it in classic? And I thought something that was um, really inaccessible for so many people was that there was this very elite 40 man raid of the uh, handpicked 40 people out of thousands of people who made it, you know, to 60 on on NA. Um, This road to Kara that you decided to do, which I had nothing to do with, honestly. they it's very accessible 10 people with maybe like a backup of one to two is way less right like um Mm -hmm. it's still just as dangerous if not more so i've died so many times to those horses charging in the beginning standing around like oh yeah priests are gonna be dying left and right like no i want to bring a priest to kara uh but it was now we have this game mode established there are people who want to play with the talent trees from TBC, they're probably going to want to be people that are going to want to play it in Wrath. It doesn't have to be only classic, and that was something that 
um, I kept saying it, I kept saying it, and, and and a lot of people were really like, eh, whatever, like wishy-washy about it. And the EU was like, no, let's go. We're going, we're going to do Road to Kara. Like, let's get some people to 70. Let's see these world first hardcore 60 plus dungeons. No one ever to this day yet has done a zero death on purpose blood furnace or mm -hmm. a zero death ramparts. I'm really excited to see some of that content and how people play it. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's insane because I think there's hesitation because you can't transfer like a zero to 60 hardcore player to TBC to then go 60 to seven, 70. Right. Right. And I think that is a little bit of a barrier, right? Because but, they have to pick one or the other. But what's crazy is I was, I like, uh, Nam, Nam's been doing TBC hardcore. I was watching and like the itemization change from vanilla to TBC is actually quite nuts. Like the gear oh, yeah. throughout so all gear the dungeons. Yeah, it's really good. Now and the dungeon quests are nice. It's actually yeah. a really cozy experience, one to sixty. Um, because I did a I did a shaman one to sixty in TBC just for fun, because I liked enhancement and it was a blast to play, and uh, it was like an enjoyable leveling experience. Like mm -hmm. I, I like hardcore, but it's kind of terrible. Like well, right, and, like yeah, one to sixty agreed. for the ninetieth time is like, Ugh. well, and I it's have to do something Badlands one more time. It's something I think what like we talked about on the pod when TBC was coming out the change in itemization, but it's something that kind of went under the radar because of the boost that came out. So, okay, so here's people thing, haven't realized like, how easy it is to like, or not easy, but how much of a cleaner experience it is to level one to 60 in TBC. Streamlined more too. So yeah, know. it is. But here's my thing is now you're splitting this already like smaller community now, right? It was very booming, right? But now it's getting smaller and so now you're splitting that, right, on people who are going to a TBC server versus a Classic Era server, right? And if everybody from the Classic Era server came to the TBC server, then they could continue to grow, right? But then it's like, do you want that? Do you want them to continue and to, like, live on? Oh, here's... And I, I get that a lot because I felt the same way originally when... When TBC Hardcore, when TBC came out and people were like, I'm not leveling like normal. I just want to play hardcore. Everyone just played TBC Hardcore. And then a lot of the bigger streamers are like, no, hardcore is for classic. Like, we're going back. We're going to play on era servers, like dead servers, whatever. We don't care. It's hardcore. Um, there's 19,000 people <laughs> in the hardcore discord. If that's splitting the community of 19,000 people, let them play where they want. I don't. I don't. Right. I get that there's a lot of people who are bitter or upset that there's that this can be played on on multiple platforms. You know, we have Seasons of Mastery, we have Classic Era, TBC, NAEU, like like seven, eight Horde Alliance, like so many options. But like, play what you want to play. Oh, you don't of have course. To, yeah, you don't even have to try to raid. Like, yeah, people like just I play just what enjoy testing and leveling. I want to try rest. I want to try Kata Hardcore. I tried Hardcore on retail. I died at 29. Like, you know, like I... It, Is it was, there a Hardcore app for TBC? Does it work it does, in TBC? Yes. Yep, yep, it works 100%. Yep, yeah. It it, it was unfortunate because I accidentally loaded it on TBC when I was starting the Hardcore Challenge. And it was about a five-minute deal where I was frust <laughs> uh, frustrated and couldn't understand why I couldn't open the mailbox or or 
or the auction yeah, house. Yeah, I had that the other day. I logged in for Raid and I was like, oh, I need to buy uh, I need to buy stuff for Raid. And I went into the auction house. It's like, you can't use this. Auction, the hardcore mode is, is oh, turned yeah. on. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. Okay, right. well, that must be something they added since I tried. Because all happened for me was just right click and nothing happened. I'm like, what's oh, going on? Oh, no. They won't even let you click on it now. Because I've like accidentally clicked on it because I'm just in like my mode of like, oh, go check your mail. Right. And I'm like, oh, thank God it doesn't let you click on it, right? Because I'm sure I'd get flagged as like, you know, you checked your mail and got this spam email from a gold farmer. Um, but I think my point more so was that I feel like the hardcore community continues to grow because of the community, right? And if if we can get the community in not even in the same spot, right? Like they don't all need to be on one server in one guild, like doing that. But I'll tell you, yeah, just like not even one goal, but just still communicating as a community. Right. And like helping each other out. Like if there's this like splinter community doing TPC and the splinter community doing this, it just feels like it's a little bit more like a solo challenge at that point right i think there's also a lot of people who have leveled so many characters through classic that it's just exhausting to even Mm -hmm. conceptualize doing it like i've leveled eight eight characters eight or nine characters to 60 i don't know that i have the stomach to do it yet again and i don't know that it's like interesting content to offer to my community either i'm not doing it for a personal gain per se but um I don't I don't know that I I think that when people get into those <coughs> that new content that stuff we've never seen before I think people are going to be interested and they might come so I've I mean I've I had, I've had multiple people Mega Man in chat that like he comes up my chat all all the time and he talks about how he wants to do the hardcore challenge but only when when wrath starts so I think there is people that want to do that but I just so, want to get more people invested in this fun activity. Like I've enjoyed think, it so much. Like I, I just want more people. Yeah. I think honestly the best way to grow it is more just being an advocate for it and just mm-hmm. talking about how fun it is as a game mode. And it is completely optional and there's, there's, you can play with whatever rules you want. Like there are official rules, but you don't have to be super strict. You can do just literally like whatever like version of it you want. And because at the end of the day, like Blizzard isn't handing out little prizes for like good job. Here's your I epic expect a prize you when get, I get there. You know, little, I still like, have my buff, so right. that's a prize. Like, exactly, <laughs> um, and it, it's 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 a personal challenge. And if anyone were to say like your personal challenge isn't as important because you did it on TVC, then whatever to them. Yeah, agreed. All right, well. We do have time constraints, so I'm going to end it out here with a last question. What do you think the future... What are your your thoughts on the future of Hardcore going forward in Classic? Did we just talk about that? Kind of. I don't kinda, know. Kind of, but I like... I don't know like that. Um, I was more looking towards like servers that actually delete your character for you and things of that nature going forward. I think what Blizzard is looking at if I'm not mis- mistaken is like a hardcore layer. The idea of of it just deleting your character like Diablo is something <coughs> I don't think that they want to do. I understand why from my own perspective of 
holy cow, I spent a lot of time on this character. Like, it'd be nice, you know what I mean, if if it didn't just poof. I could, like, You're like, so I can restore it later and, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, so, like, okay, so, to, like, add on to that, like, what I'm talking about is, like, possibly, if there's a server like that, maybe... You know, maybe the hardcore rules of the of Cargos's community maybe change. We're talking like if Blizzard actually takes the reins, so you I, could, you know, mail stuff off. House, yeah. yeah, trade with other hardcore people. There's a there's a private server called Turtle Wow that has a hardcore mode very similar to what we play, and I've played on it before. Um, and you are expected to trade with your guildies as long as they're hardcore. Like you can't trade with non-hardcore people. Um, but someone gets like a really nice epic you don't just like keep it and it's a really cool actually like better question mark version of hardcore because that brings that keeps the community back in absolutely and people grieve your death more when they're invested in you Um, (laughs) no you were making all my potions (laughs) i do think some things about that kind of do negate the positives of the of self-inflicted rules my my main example is the idea of being able to run dungeons more than once um kind of like take away from some of the challenge you know if you're like twinked out in like the best blue dungeon gear all the time then <coughs> mobs yeah. you know your level or or whatnot aren't as difficult but um i think there's ways to work around that or even just make it like a personal rule like i will only do the dungeon one time do you think that and i know we're on a time crunch but do you think that the increase that they saw in classic season of mastery during the road drag event will prompt them blizzard to look at things like that in the future right because i feel like looking at the fact that their season of mastery server was partially very successful because of the road drag event and how do they replicate that in the future right like that can't just be on the community i think what and i don't have numbers to back it but i think what we see as like high volume for the community like paled compared to john gabar or like um is it king's fall i can't think of the name of the eu mega server for classic um but like, yes, they obviously have recognized that Cargos is in contact with some of the devs and stuff for the classic community. Now, with it changing ownership hands, we don't know what happens right. that way. They do see it. They do recognize it. Obviously, they added those buffs. The They knew about the road to Rag. They added that buff that, you know, with the new graphic, when you killed Rag and you didn't die, you got a new graphic update. They see that. I just don't know how mm-hmm. important it's going to be. I think it depends on... If Wrath does well, honestly, is what it's going to come down to. I just wonder because if you look at Iron, if you look at Ironforge.pro, there's still only ten thousand people raiding in Season of Mastery. I think there was definitely more than that in the hardcore stuff early on. So I think hardcore was actually the talking point of Season of Mastery. And that's just my opinion, but looking at the stats, yeah, like how really much of that, that I don't want to throw a wrench in, but how much of that is the fact that it came out 
right after Vanilla just then. True, true, true. Very true. Like it was and too soon for much, the the like hardcore rating. It crowd. was too soon. And well, very yeah, close was, to TBC launching. Yeah. Right? right? Like we were we were two two raids in. Um, I yeah. wasn't ready for classic yet. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking to myself, gross, like if I have to go through you know, 60 again, like, I just finished, I have, you know, all these 60s in classic, like, did, did yeah, like it I'm all. all done with that. <laughs> I, I beat it in my brain, I was like, yeah, yeah. I can roll literally have every adventure. item, everything. I never thought I was going to be going back to classic, honestly, and I kind of was mad at the other hardcore streamers when they went back to era, instead of coming to TBC, I was like, no, no, it. guys, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I'm bored of it. You know what I mean? So, but they didn't play yeah. as hard as, as some of us did. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I didn't play as hard as you did, but I was still like too soon, dude. Yeah, like for sure. <laughs> Way too soon. Especially with how incomplete classic felt like, and that was part of its charm, but it was also part of its failing. IMO. Yeah. So agreed. All right, guys. Well, it's just been one banger of a show. But yeah, we, I had so much fun. Yeah, we, we've got to end it out. So uh, we don't have an add-on to the week, unless you have an add-on you really love that you want to talk about. Uh, what's training? Do you know about that one? It's a great hardcore add-on. All right, hold on. Let's move on to... Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. All right, is that a new one for you guys? Um, yes. My yeah. favorite, my favorite add-on recently is a, is a is a great add-on called What's Training. It actually knows um, every rank and the price of every spell that you get for every level. So what? you know you can look in advance and see at level thirty-eight, I get you know a new Wind Fairy totem. It's going to cost me four gold. I better have four gold for that. Okay. And it's for every class and it's for va- vanilla and TVC. So you know every rank and how much it costs. It's great little Anna and I love it so much. I actually want that for my multi-life rogue right now in TBC because I I haven't trained since 65. And I have to keep Googling. I'm like, should I go back now? Yeah, no, I love no, it. I'll good. find I'll find a link and post it in your chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I need that. Uh, post it. It's great for every like, alt. It's great for every alt. I so. always go to the trainer, especially in hardcore, and I'm like, "Oh, what can I buy? What do I? Is it worth it to come here?" Like, <laughs> yeah, and post it in the the Discord chat too, sure. uh, so that I could put it in the sh- the show notes for for the audience. Sure. Thank you so much. Sure. Nice, nice. All right. Well, we're we're struggling with add on of the week because. We've done so many of them that we're just like out of add-ons. <laughs> so, I mean, another one cast would be TRP. So, but that's a whole oh, other thing. Yeah, we need to have a role play episode. Role players, bring me back for that Reach one. Out. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely <laughs> be interested. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, I uh, I encourage you guys to follow us on Twitter to know when we go live. That's WC Reloaded on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, something longer, do so by sending it to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Match Those Buttons Discord and interact with any host of any show, you can do so by going to mash.gg slash discord. 
Ratings and reviews, we need more. It's been a little dry as of late. We got one this last week, but it's we need more. Those are on I, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a star rating on Spotify, and you can leave a review at warcraftradio.com slash directory. All right. Yip, where can we find you? Hello, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, at The Yip Show. Awesome. And Mel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me on Bendiction. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, God. Wow. On yeah. Mel Arena. Uh, Casmo saved my name. Shout out to Casmo. Thanks. Oh, do you have your name? He saved it. I don't have it yet. Uh, he gave it to me. I've, I've, uh-huh. I've got it for you. But yeah, Casimo is awesome. Out yet. Oh, don't also, also, uh, Buttercake saved my name, so I have my name too. So now I don't have to worry about that. So that's awesome. But uh, yeah, the, oh, so much gonna be happening soon. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. But cat. Nah. Where can we find you? Plug it all. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, yeah, most of, everything. Most of my brand is um, Epper Kit Kat. Uh, I do uh, Instagram daily, Twitter daily. Twitter is kind of like a wild place, though. <laughs> Adult audiences. Um, and mostly Twitch, which is my preferred method. Uh, you know, come hang out, join the community. We have a really wholesome squad. It's not just hardcore people. we got all sorts of different um, people, walks of life, lots of. Lots of uh, really wholesome and good, good people in that community. Um, and I do have a Discord, but you can only join if you join the stream. So there you go. Awesome. You go. And guys, that's uh, on Twitch. It's A-P-R-I-K-I-T-K-A-T. So definitely follow her. And uh, you're, you're not going to be able to stop watching what you tune in. So <laughs> definitely tune in. And you can find me. I appreciate me- you coming on. Thank you. Definitely. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me now for the last couple months streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bob. Catch our raids Tuesday and Thursday nights. And you can catch me just doing whatever I'm doing a lot of time. So... Come hang out and thank you guys so much. Thank you everyone for the show. Tell everybody bye. 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 Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. 
You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 